0: You're listening to the Floral Podcast. I am your host, Edgar Traves, And today on the show, I have my good friend, Carlos Flores, also known as Mall Dog, of the Dog Brothers Stick Fighting Group. For those of you who are new to the show, I handle several different topics on the show. Our favorite topics are pop culture, movie reviews, and combat sports. So if you're looking for combat sports specific episodes, you can go to our website. I have playlists specifically for those interests so go ahead and check the website out that is theflowroadpodcast.com again that's theflowroadpodcast.com so yeah brought carlos back on the show mall dog we delve into his latest experience and possibly his last round of stick fighting we talk about his journey in the stick fighting realm but we also talk about what it's like for him to be at the point where he's at right now so i love this dude i hope you enjoy the conversation and without further ado on with the show So, welcome to another episode of the Floral Podcast. I am Edgar vez, and today in the show, I have my good friend, Carlos Flores, also known as Maldog, of the
1: Dog Brothers, what do you call them, stick fighting group? Uh, yeah, they're more known for their stick fighting, uh, although they do have other components in their martial arts, but yeah, Dog Brothers uh, fighting group.
0: Oh, wait a minute. So, I didn't know that they did other things other than...
1: Yeah, so, so real, real, real quick... They have a portion that kind of deals with like the MMA component. Oh. uh, Called uh, Kali Tudo. Okay. And it's just pretty much getting the weapon version uh, of the art uh, more into the MMA game. Okay. Uh, So there's that. And then the third component is uh, I've mentioned this before DLO, die less often. (laughs) Oh, die less often. (laughs) Because it's not guaranteed, right? What you're learning, what you're being taught. But, you know, you have a percentage of of survival.
0: Okay. Well, um, today's topic will be. Just martial arts, stick fighting, but also I looked up some articles that I think will be entertaining. Mm -hmm. You just recently fought, right? With the Dog Brothers? I sure did, yeah. So, how many many fights? So, uh, again, we've done this before on the show and you say basically you show up and you have an idea of what you want to do. So can you explain a little bit of what goes on at one of these group meetings or sure. these meetings?
1: Well, so, so this one in particular, it's called the, uh, the Tribal Gathering. Okay. And this is more, it's, it's more private in that if you have some title uh, or, or you've ascended within the ranks, you're invited to participate. Uh, however, you could be invited by a full dog brother. So if I say, hey, Edgar, would you like to check it out? Mm-hmm. Um, you're coming as my guest. And you're able to fight with these guys. Oh, wow. So in essence, these are the, the tribe members. So when you fight for so many years and, you know, you, you show your skill, you have good personality, you have a good character, you're you're invited uh, to ascend. Uh, you start off as a dog. Mm-hmm. Then you become a, a candidate uh, and you get to pick your name. So if I started as Dog Carlos, I then ascend into Candidate Mall Dog Carlos. And then eventually you become a full dog brother. So the C, the candidate drops, and you just become mall dog. Okay. So that's kind of how it works out. And it takes a few years to really? kind of get to that, to that point. How
0: long did it take you?
1: So, geez, I started in 2011. Uh, I want to say it took me about three and a half, maybe four years. Wow. To, to uh, become a full dog brother. Mm. Uh, so, so it took me like three three or four years to fully ascend. And I can say that it's been about eight years since I've been a full dog brother. Wow. Yeah. I I, I couldn't believe it either. It pops up in social media Uh and you look back and you're like, oh my God, I've been doing this for that long. Wow.
0: Yeah. So, and during that time, how many fights have you had? Well,
1: I I can now say that I have officially done 50 uh, full dog brother fights. Wow. Yeah. 50 fights. And so, you know, we, we have events outside of the, um, of these gatherings. So Mm -hmm. I couldn't, I've had hundreds of fights like that, but dog brother fights have been, uh, 50. Fifty. So
0: you mentioned in the past that you were thinking about maybe like considering maybe stopping fighting. I don't even know if I can call it retiring, but like, would you retire?
1: So with this last um, event, I I did tell myself that that was it. Oh, really? Yeah. I wanted to hit 50. I think that's a solid number. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, and I told a few people and, you know, I decided to, like you said, retire. But there's really never... No, there's no retiring. Like I, yeah. I could come back and maybe do one fight, you know, if I wanted to. But in, in my head, I, I think I am done.
0: Why? Why do you think you're done? Like, what makes you in your head say, "Okay, this is it. I'm 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 good here."
1: Well, and I think we've talked about this before. Like the risk and reward. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's been fun. It's yeah. been a, a great great journey. I've learned a lot uh, about the arts and about myself. You know, I've pushed people along the way. They've pushed me. But yeah, I, I think I just, I want to take a, a break from fighting at that level. Okay. So I'm not done fighting, fighting, mm-hmm. you know, like our local stuff that, that I'll be hosting uh, this year, uh, or other friends will be hosting. Like, I'll still fight there, mm-hmm. but at, at that intensity, at that level, I think I, I want to take a good break from it or, or completely be done. Mm. Uh, I did tell myself, and I, you know, I, I, I still want to do this. I want to prepare individuals to go fight. Okay. At these events, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to do that.
0: So, do you have any prospects now? Do you have anybody? You're, yeah, there, yeah. There's
1: a few. Uh, in fact, at this last gathering that I went to, uh, three other buddies of mine went. Uh, two dogs and uh, yeah, two dogs and a candidate. Mm. Uh, so the the three of us uh, went with me. One's in Kentucky. One is in Detroit uh, around that area, and then uh, another one is is in Illinois.
0: And these uh, are people you're basically sponsoring. Would that be?
1: So they're training partners. Okay. But yeah, I, I vouch for them. Okay. Yeah. And in this last gathering, uh, one of the dogs did ascend. He became a, a candidate. Oh, wow. Yeah, the guy from Detroit. So why the term dog? So it, it's, it's kind of interesting how they got the name. Uh, the name came from a Conan comic book. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And, and they, they posted it up on, on social media where Conan is gathering troops or, or soldiers uh-huh. to help him fight. And uh, I think he says something like, "Gather ye dog brothers," you know, and and wow. and it, it's really cool. I, I'll have to next time I come, I'll I'll, I'll pull out a, a screenshot of that. But that's where the name came from.
0: Dude, it's so cool, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I I mean, even before you told me the story, like I always thought that's a great idea for the name of a martial arts group, like yeah. the Dog Brothers, and then everybody's a you know a dog name, you know, mm-hmm. like Dog This and Dog That. I thought, I always thought I was just like, that is so cool.
1: And, and that's where it came from. Yeah. You know, I, I don't recall if it was uh, Punanguru Crafty who who found it, mm-hmm. but you know, one of their guys, uh, when they first started back in, in like the mid nineties, they just started to get together and, and spar hard mm-hmm. and they just became more organized and, and they found the name like that from a comic book.
0: <laughs> I love it i love it i'll send it to you yeah i'll
1: I'll send it to you so you could check it out
0: that's like (laughs) that just sits so well with me just in general because like i love martial arts but i also love comic books and movies and it makes sense it's like the perfect union of stuff that i would be (laughs) interested in but yeah so in terms of like the stick fighting and the stuff you so
1: like how many times did you fight in this last one five you fought five times yeah i could have done more mm-hmm. but you wanted to hit 50 i want to hit 50 and i'm gonna be honest my head wasn't right oh really oh man it, it, there was so much leading to the event mm-hmm. um you know and I'll, I'll i'll start with the last time i was here mm-hmm. and you had kind of discussed and we discussed about getting ready for these fights and what do i do and stuff and you know i kind of give you a game plan i, I attended some workshops just to kind of keep calm and keep my head leveled which which was good and I ended up going on vacation for like a week, so I took a break from there. But when I came back, you know, what, what stuck in my head about uh, our conversation that we had, it's like, well, when do you peak? Yeah. Right? So I'm like, fuck. And that was definitely in my head.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <clears throat> so I came back from vacation after not doing anything. I took weapons with me just to kind of play around out there. Yeah. Uh, never never opened the bag. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so I, I came back. We came back on a Saturday. Next day, Sunday, boom, I went hard. You know, that whole week... I just went hard Yeah, in uh, my conditioning, and, and my conditioning was great. You know, my, my mind was right. I did those workshops, which, which, you know, it was like two days in one, three days in another, met some cool people. Mm-hmm. Very, very fun. But then, uh, like the week before the, the gathering, my uncle got sick. Oh. So he was really like in and out of... of Death's doorway, man. Like he was seeing my mom, who's deceased. Ooh. He was seeing his two ex-wives, yeah, uh, and his mom. They were all ha- in his mind. They were having dinner, yeah. uh, together. And I'm like, well, how does that work with two ex-wives, right, yeah. <laughs> that <then it> have passed? <laughs> I'm like, that's an interesting dinner right there. Uh, so, so it was just uh, you know kind of weighing on my mind. And then I had an aunt who came from California mm. because I had told her daughter that if she wants to see my uncle. She better come now. Mm. So we were going back and forth the whole week, like to the hospital, you know, and and, and it took a lot of energy, but we had to see him and she had to see him. So she spent some, some quality time there. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, other things. And we finally, her and I went back to, she went back to California. I went out there, but I had too much on my mind. I think that kind of took its toll. The idea of retiring, quote unquote, the idea of hitting 50 fights. Mm. Also the idea of, of being 20 pounds heavier, than I usually am when I go to these things.
0: Oh, you, Was that on purpose? Were no, you trying to put mass on or? No,
1: not really. It just kind of just happened, man. And and mm. I think once I hit 45, yeah. it was harder to to lose the weight and it still is. Yeah. Uh, I did bulk up a little bit, which was fine. But usually I'm at like 160 some pounds when I fight. Mm. This time I was like 180. Mm. So that was in my head. And even when we first started, I felt so sluggish. yeah, I, I was so in my head that whole weekend. I didn't really enjoy the moment per se in the moment until after that I was processing everything. Then I was like, okay, it wasn't that bad. You know, and I had people that, that complimented me and said, hey, you look really good. So that helped. I think too, getting my mind right was like, when they're like, you can't stop fighting. You know, we got to get some fights in, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. A lot of respect coming from a lot of individuals, which I thought was neat. Mm. You know, and, and, and I really like this group, these fights, It's like that. It's like people do care, genuinely care for each other. You know, especially when you fight, you have this bond and it really becomes a family.
0: So I think that's true of a lot of martial arts gyms just in general. Because I mean, you get your occasional asshole, right? But I mean, for the most part, most people just enjoy being part of the group and, you know, participating in whatever you're doing. And especially if you stick it out. And you become one of the few that that make it to a higher level, that bond gets really strong, man. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then it's like you just wanna just wanna be there as often as you can, right? And so then yeah, all that stuff that you're talking about, that makes sense. Like
1: And and so so that's where it's like, do I really wanna retire or mm-hmm. not? You know, I, I had one gentleman who I fought him in twenty nineteen and he's like, Man, I learned so much from that fight. You know, you can't you can't stop. We gotta get more fights in. You know, and, and that's cool, man, because I don't know. I think we have our own perspective, obviously, mm-hmm. and sometimes we feel a certain way. But it's others' perspective that kind of make it clearer on how we really are or how we really do. Yeah. Um. You know, like I'm not the best. I'm not the best fighter, but I get good compliments. Like, okay, well, I'm not the worst either. Yeah. You know, I, I am good.
0: Yeah. There's so much feedback that you get from other people, and we've discussed this a few times. But, like you need those other people in your life. They're not only giving you feedback on your martial arts, but also like maybe subconsciously they're giving you other kinds of feedback, right, and they're letting you know, oh, you're, you're cool to hang out with, or you know you're really smart or whatever They're, they're reinforcing that identity that you are that you have presence in your mind, right and you need that. you need that because if you don't have that, you can veer off the path, right. Sure. And when I say path, I mean I'm talking about just being a decent person, right? Right. You, you can turn into a real asshole if you don't have any friends, right? Right. The checks
1: and balances. It's
0: checks and balances, yeah. like we we've, we've said before. But that I wouldn't want for you, like me personally. Like like I have any say, but I wouldn't want you to like stop doing it. You know. Yeah. But for me, especially with all my friends. I would like it if my friends stopped fighting. <laughs> like, don't get hit in the head anymore. Yeah. Like, find something that you can hang out with us with and don't get hit in the head. That's that's my concern with all my all my friends that, that take striking blows to the head. Yeah. That's the part that concerns me. Don't stop practicing. Right. That, no, you know? no,
1: of course not. Like I said, I think the new goal in my head right now is is to build a good stable in mm. the Midwest. You know, have some young guys, especially younger guys, like... Man, I was out there and there's a, there was a few young guys that just stood out in my head. I was like, man, those guys are good. you yeah. know. Some women that came from Texas, holy moly, they were hitting hard. Really? Yeah, it was amazing to see that. And you could hear every strike was like, boom, boom, Ooh. boom. I was like, oh my God, I don't want to fight them. With sticks? Yeah. yeah ah. this, it was amazing to see them and their skill, their movement, their bravery. Yeah, You know, because they were getting hit back. And it was such a wonderful lesson and experience to to observe that. And yeah, so I had five fights, not including the the knife warm-ups. They changed them up this time. Before it used to be you line up and you have a single fight. Mm-hmm. This time around, it was different in that they did pair you up, but everybody went at the same time. Oh wow! So everybody warms up at the same time. And then we could get to the nitty gritty of, of the event, which mm-hmm. is the weapons, the stick fighting. They paired you up. You did a, a a round or two, you switch partners, you did another round or two, then they put you in, in a group of 3 and then it was 2 against 1 oh. where the one guy had the knife and you had to you know take him out. But this was all practice warm-ups. It was all just warm-up. Yeah, okay. It was all just warm-up. You weren't actually
0: hitting each other. Or st-
1: I mean, we were stabbing you know? each other. I mean, we were we were we were going like, "Ah, 100%," mm-hmm. but I'd say about 80 percent okay you know because you still want to take somebody and yeah that was, and i had a pretty good moment where when it was two on one i isolated the guy's blade pulled him down the other guy jumped on him and i was just i, I was able to put all my weight on the blade and with my free hand just punch him on the fencing <laughs> mask it was so much fun it was so much fun but it was so tiresome yeah uh because I, so then when it was two on one and within your, your three your group of three then it was like your group of three versus everybody else So it was everybody against everybody. So now everybody's running around, stabbing, 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 Mm -hmm. having fun. Yeah. And I think that's important uh, in in the beginning, like your first match, because now you get that nervousness, that anxiety out Mm -hmm. where you can relax. Yeah. And you have more control of yourself.
0: That's so cool. But
1: it was, dude, and I even yelled out once we were done with that first warm up. I'm like, all right, guys, thanks for having me. It was (laughs) was tough, man. Everybody was like, "Ah, ah, just breathing heavy, man. Oh, it was man. great. It was so much fun. But you need that good sweat right before yeah. a good fight, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and then, you know, people lined up. And my first fight was with, with this young lady who, uh, she was totally anime. Mm. Dressed apart, little ponytails. And I wanted to use that blade that I, I had custom made. Oh, you actually got right. it. Yeah, I got it. I'll show you a picture. I should have brought it to, to show you in person. Mm. But so I, I took that out and she pulled out, I believe it's called a Gladius. And it's a Roman sword. Mm. So it kind of, it, it goes up it's, and then it's pointy. So it's triangular at the top and then it, it just flattens out. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, listen. And so with these type of swords, you have to be more technical because you can't swing it like a stick because you're going to damage somebody. You could really break somebody's bone because it's such a hard plastic. Uh, same thing with aluminum. If we're doing aluminum swords you really become more technical. You don't smash, you slice, you thrust, but Uh you got to be careful on how much power you put behind it. Uh So when she pulled out this gladius and I saw that kind of pointy end, I'm like, okay, okay, listen. listen. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fucking kill me because that could possibly pierce me if you really 100% jam it in. And then then, so when you have this fencing mask, there's a bib on the bottom. Mm -hmm. I'm like, and please, Please make sure if you're thrusting me in the towards the face that this gladius doesn't go underneath the bib and into my throat because you're legit killing me. Yeah, (laughs) I'm dead. So she's like, Oh, no, no, don't worry. And she was such a sweetheart. She was very seriously anime like, she had that energy and Uh very bubbly. So, you know, we're, we're messing around with the swords and doing our thing. And we each ex- exchanged some pretty good shots. I think twice she kind of like viscerated me like <laughs> right on the waistline. Jesus. I'm like, oh my God, like that's, that's a good kill. Yeah, that's... There's no coming back from that. Yeah, You know, and, and, and I was really trying to figure out how to play with my sword because it was a bit heavier than what I'm used to. But uh, I, I think I did. And I was fencing a little bit with it, just trying different things. So it, it was a good fight. It was a good warm up for me. Hmm. Uh, as well just to also get those jitters out
0: yeah th- those pre-fight jitters that'll really kind of tax you but like one thing that you're you're talking about that is i think important especially for people who don't usually um fight is there's never going to be a perfect moment for you to fight yeah you know i mean i'm talking about competition like what you're describing you're there's always going to be stuff on top of you there's always you're you're gonna have bills to pay you're gonna have a mortgage you're gonna have people sick people coming and going to your house whatever you know like visiting you from out of town you're always gonna have something in the way right and to be able to concentrate on the fight getting ready and and accomplishing the goal and going through with it regardless of the outcome that's 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 like champion type stuff, you know what I'm saying? Sure. And that's the kind of stuff that you kind of need to go through, just in life in general. Yeah. Because I mean, you're gonna have your job, you're gonna have your mortgage, you're gonna have, you're gonna have, you know, girlfriends leaving you. You're gonna like uh, pop a tire. Right. You, you're gonna crash your car. Your basement's gonna get flooded, but you still gotta go to work. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just like this stuff. You know, stuff is gonna happen. You, you, you still went out and did the fight, yeah. you know, or the fights, it's, it's good. I think that kind of stuff is
1: good for someone. Sure. Well, it it builds resilience. It it does. It does, man. Because yeah, you know, again, my body was there. My mind was half-assed there, but my fights kept getting better and better. So the, the, the second fight was a double stick fight. And this guy, great guy. It really, really down to earth. You know, that was the first time I met him, but I knew him on Facebook and it was a double stick fight. I felt very sluggish. Again, because I think I was in my head, uh, and he moved great, and we exchanged a few strikes. I think he he wanted more in in the sense that he didn't realize that that was my style of fighting. The largo range it was more keeping it out, not really crashing, uh, etc. But uh, you know, again, it was it was a good fight, not my better fight of the day, at, at least you know. And, and but I'm glad I got it done and I got it out of the way. The third fight. Now this one was was. As I processed it uh, later on, I felt like it was a really good fight for me in that it was a staff fight. Hmm. And I always have a staff. So I have family in LA. And, and shout out to my family out there. You know who you are. You always take care of me out there. I appreciate that. I left the staff out there because, you know, carrying it on the plane or uh, sending it out there, it's yeah. not, I not wise.
0: It's a, I bet it's a pain in the ass. Yeah.
1: So I, we had driven out there and I left it. I took it with me and I left it out there. So I, I, I took that that staff and I... Because I'm a big nerd, and, and you know my name, again, is Maul Dog, based off of Darth Maul from Star Wars, uh, the staff is uh, all in red tape. Nice. Yeah, so it's my lightsaber uh, staff. Ah, right? I see. So what I didn't realize, though, was that the staff out there is heavier than the one that I fight with back home here. Oh. Uh, so So the one that I have, it has more flexibility to it. So I can snap it, and it'll bend just a little bit. Where this one... It's thicker and, and a little heavier, it didn't have that flexibility that I'm used to, but you know, regardless, it, it still didn't change the fact that I was about to fight this other guy with a staff, yeah uh, and he had uh, suggested the fight. I'm like, sure we had fought back in 2019 a knife fight, uh, so this was uh, going to be a different type of, of, of fight for us, and uh, he was working on his staff, so he wanted to, to try it out. Man, I don't know what got into me. maybe maybe it was the stress, the, the, you know, that uh, just the not feeling it. But I was swinging this staff like full bore. Wow. And hard for like, and these are two-minute fights. This year, they gave you the option of making a three. But I'm like, you know what? I, I want to stick to what I know. Yeah. Uh, and I was getting ready for two-minute fights. I'm, I probably could have handled it, but I didn't want to screw more with my mind. So I'm swinging this thing, right? And every swing, I had like a nice grunt to it. It's like, <sighs> just nonstop, man. And, you know, we'd collide and stuff with with sticks. And I could see the guy almost losing his weapon of how hard I was hitting it. And and we made some contact and he got me too pretty good on on the side of my leg. Oh, Um, It got really purple and yellowish. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, man, you know, but you know, the next day I'm like, you got me pretty good here. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's like, dude, you should see my thigh, the inside of my thigh. He's like, my wife asked me what happened to you. (laughs) And, you know, in, in the heat of the moment, you're not really... You're trying to get those shots in. Mm-hmm. You're trying to hit the guy. You're trying to be fast. Fast and, and, and strong. And I think that was the hardest I ever swung a staff. Whoa. Hard, like this. When I have the footage... Again, the footage may show something different. Uh-huh. But from what I remember and from what comments that I heard, it was pretty strong. To the point where this young guy, uh, he's a dog now. Really, really good fighter. Very athletic. You know, when I was lined up to do the staff fight... He came up kind of jokingly, touched my staff. He's like, maybe I'll I'll fight you with staff later today or or tomorrow because this was Saturday. I'm like, all right, sure. And I'm thinking, man, this kid's going to kick my ass. Mm -hmm. He he looks great. This is the future. You know what I mean? But then the second day on Sunday, uh, he came up to me. He's like, oh, yeah, man, I I saw you with that staff, and I don't think I want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And and so, so at that moment... Like to me, I took that as a nice compliment mm-hmm. because I see this kid as like this fucking kid's phenomenal. Yeah. So for him to come back and say something like that, like that felt nice, you know, I felt mm-hmm. good. And it's like all right, this old dog still gets some respect from the younger guys. Yeah. You know, and, and, and just to, to tell you, this kid was getting people with sidekicks. He was knocking guys over. Like you know, he threw the stick uh-huh. and then the timing on it was either a sidekick and or a back kick that just perfectly timed was sending guys to the ground. That's awesome. Dude, this kia, this kid, really, really good. Yeah, in any case, you know, I, I did the staff fight, which was felt really good. It felt great. And then I, I did a three-sectional staff. Oh, yeah. And you've seen this,
0: right? That's wild you. to me, man. <laughs> I can't believe you do that shit with a fucking three. Because, I mean, I understand the stick and I understand the knife. Yeah. But then when you start messing with, like, nunchucks and three sex, three-sectional staffs, because what happens, especially with nunchucks, I mean, I know nunchucks a little better. I, I play with them. But I, I, don't, I don't do any, anything near what you do. But like, you know, I tried to hit stuff with the nunchuck. People don't know this, but when you throw that nunchuck and you hit something hard, that chuck it can bounce back and hit you in the face. Yeah, yeah. You know? And depending on how hard you swing that sucker, that sucker can really hurt you.
1: Yes, it can. So I like, can vouch for that. The nunchucks have done some damage to my elbows.
0: So the fact that you do that with a three-sectional staff is just fucking wild to me because now you only have one floppy thing that could hit you in the face you got two pieces two yeah. big big ass pieces that could hit you in the face
1: yeah all depending on how you hold this the you know the three-sectional but uh-huh. you, you're right now you're dealing with more comeback or more feedback with, with this weapon and so so this one was with my guy man every time we were in the same gathering we have to fight at least once because we share the same last name oh really yeah yeah and and he was one of the first guys that i fought back in 2011 he was one of my first fights which was pretty cool he and I had fought back in 2017 with the three-sectional staff. Mm-hmm. And it was fresh for him, brand new. I had more time on it. So the fight went more my way, you know, and i not talking shit about him because I think he would agree. He came back this year and he looked really good with it. And he's a little guy. He's a little guy, but he is like pound for pound, just toned, man. Wow. He, uh, I see him on Facebook. He's deadlifting well over 400 pounds. Jesus He's Christ. close to 50. Yeah. And he's a jujitsu guy, a stick guy. I mean this guy is, is He does it all. He does it all. Really, really cool cat too. Great personality. So we're doing the three-sectional and we're we're swinging pretty hard. I think we're you know we were tagging each other pretty good. What was he swinging? Same thing. Three. Oh really? So it was three sectional versus three sectional. Oh wow. Yeah, we had that rematch back from you know from when we first uh played around with it together. And uh he was looking pretty good and at some point or the three sectional staff just intertwined and got stuck, Ooh. so I was able I felt it, I was able to yank on it first, so I disarmed him, he lost his weapon, yeah, so I'm like, well, shit, here's my chance, so I'm trying to bring it to him, and I see, he pulls out a knife, right, <laughs> and this guy man, he's good with those knives, like he's very sneaky, uh-huh. and you know he's hiding one somewhere, yeah, right, so I'm like fuck i don't wanna I don't want this match to end by me getting killed, quote unquote, with his knife. Yeah. Because if he's stabbing me pretty good, Punanguru, who's in the, in the middle, uh, he's uh, the, uh, the ringmaster, we'll mm-hmm. call it. He's like, hey, you're done. You got. Yeah, you're I'm dead. stopping it because you're officially dead. Yeah. It's like, fuck. And again, this guy, he's quick with the knife. So I'm like, no. And I'm thinking in my head, no. So I'm trying to hit him with this sectional stab. He comes in on me. I end up pushing him away from me. I keep swinging. He comes back. I push him again. See, we, we did that about three times. I don't know how it happened. We ended up going to the ground. And it's funny because we had decided we were going to keep it at weapon range, yeah. possibly clinch, some close quarter stuff, and then break. We end up colliding. I guess I, somebody told me that I took him down. We went down. I'm on side control. I'm like, fuck, where's the knife? His knife is out of his hand, which was great. Later on, somebody told me the knife flew out. I don't even know how, because he would have got me with that knife for sure. So I got side control. And we're kind of messing around at that you know, range. I'm like, well, I saw the opportunity to get full mount. So I get full mount. I'm on top. And again, I know this guy's tricky, man. And, and he was squirming and he was trying to, get, you know, sweep me, get me off for him. So I end up vining his legs with my legs. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, now I got better position. Still, you know, I know he's got more knowledge than I do within, within the ground game. So I'm like, I got to do something quick. So I end up grabbing his shoulder, put my forearm into his neck. All right, and the bib was kind of there. It kind of wasn't. We saw the mask on, and I hear him go. "Ah, ah, ah." Oh shit! I got him! I got him! Yeah, I keep hearing ah ah ah, and I'm like whispering to him, tap, tap. You know, calling him tap. And the instructor, uh, Crafty Dog, is like, yeah, no, he's not going to tap. I'm like, damn, this guy's ready to die. Like, what the heck is going on here? So Crafty's like, masks off. We're like, all right, masks off. So he takes his fencing mask off, takes mine. We're still in the same position. Obviously, we had a break just uh, for him to take the mask off. And we're like, ready, ready? like, go. So here we are again, right? And he's trying to sweep me. I mean, he was really bucking me really good. So I start kind of like open hand punching him, just smacking him on the head, on the face. Um, I wanted to be nice. Yeah. But this fool started punching me. Like he, actual close face. <laughs> <history. laughs> and I'm like, you know what? It's cool, man. It's yeah. part of the game. He wasn't like trying to knock me out, but he was making sure that I felt these punches. Yeah. Uh, so I had to duck my head a little bit more, had my arm controlling his head. Yeah. Uh, then punches came from here. I had to stop that hand. And at the time, I'm still trying to op- open palms, striking him. Uh, just to try to rattle his brain a little bit and crafty you know i guess he was on his side he's like pull his hair because i have long hair yeah. i'm like fuck don't pull my hair don't pull. and he's telling him pull his hair pull his hair so he could sweep me but he was cool enough not to do that yeah uh but that you know that would have also worked on his behalf and then crafty's like oh the sticks the three sectionals right there so this cat grabs it wraps it around my neck and starts to just choke me yeah i'm like no no i, I can't i can't go out like this so i ended up pushing it and slit my head off of it out of it grabbed it through sectional so now i'm putting that into his throat and again i'm full mouth pressing down on this guy yeah and i hear ah, ah, and uh. I'm like, this fucking guy's not tapping yeah like this guy wants to die today <laughs> you know and i'm thinking, well. You know, he wants to die. Yeah. I'm going to have to send him to his maker. Uh, I'm still still applying this pressure. Yeah. I even end up arching my my body more so that I'm literally almost doing a push-up on this guy. Mm -hmm. And all I hear is, "Ah, ah, ah." this guy never tapped. Yeah. The instructor ended up calling it. Wow. So I don't know if we ran out of time or maybe, you know, in fear that this guy, something was going to happen to him. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was a stalemate okay you know i i I don't know, but it's not a stalemate you want well so so in the end, you know and and dude that was a really entertaining and and, and very good fight for the both of us, and it, you know, I picked him up, and I'm like, dude, why weren't you tapping, didn't that hurt what was going on? He said that he had his chin just tight enough, mm-hmm. protecting part of the throat that he was able to to fight it off, yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, but that still hurts, man, that's like a cross face, but it's a stick pushing into you, but he to give him props is one tough dude, man.
0: So, like, just in chokes in general, dude, did you ever, did you see that uh, Alexa Grosso versus uh, Valentina Chechenko fight?
1: No, no, I did
0: not. Okay, so, uh, in this, it's a great fight, by the way. The way Alexa wins the fight is she eventually takes uh, um, Valentina's back and throws on a rear naked choke. Mm. But she doesn't throw it on the face. I mean, on the neck. She throws it on the face. Yeah. Like she yeah. just got it around the jaw because she couldn't get it underneath. Yeah. And then she just cinched in the back part of that Mateleon and just finished it. Mm. But like on her face. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, that's not a, like that ducking the chin. That's not a valid defense. <laughs> <laughs> that That's some bullshit. If you believe that you're you're going to be able to defend your neck by doing that, no, you're going to lose teeth or you could break your jaw. Like, depends on what the choke is, right. right?
1: Well, this is with a stick. And that's with a stick. And this man was just, oh. like, toughing it out, man. And, and you know, I mean, I, again, he's, like, rock solid. Um, but I, 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 I liked how that fight went because I was able to show different things mm-hmm. on, on my my, my arsenal. All,
0: all your skill sets. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you went all over the place with your skill sets there. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's just, like, um, it's just really foolish, for someone that—that's not a valid form of defense. Yeah. Like that guy knows jujitsu, he should have swept you.
1: Yeah, you know well, he was trying. Yeah, but my my vines were were pretty solid. Yeah,
0: there's ways to get out of that. Yeah, yeah. But what is he—a purple belt, a blue belt?
1: I—I don't recall, man. Mm-hmm. But I, I know he's got some time. Mm-hmm. He's got some time in the game.
0: Yeah, because um, he should have been able to sweep you if he was a higher up belt. But like at the same time too, like. Like uh, ducking your chin—that's that's not a valid—that's not a real defense. It'll buy you some time, but that's not real. That's not real defense, especially if you're going to lose your teeth. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I like having teeth. <laughs> you well,
1: know, and, and I mean, I could have been nasty, uh-huh. and instead of leaning just the the, the sticks on his throat, I could have like retracted them upward mm-hmm. and smashed down. Yeah. Which, which on the street, obviously, that, that could happen. But, you know, yeah. I, didn't want to, I didn't want to do that to my friend.
0: Well, the other thing, there's plenty of things you could have done. You could have smashed him, like you're saying, or you could have just grinded yeah. him with the stick up and down his face, yeah. break his nose. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff. You had the, you had, you had the, the dominant position right. and you
1: had weapons. Yeah. yeah. So, so like. So, and I think, and we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Here's where, like, it's the gentleman's yeah. fight. You know, I, I definitely did not want to damage him. Mm. Even, even when I was punching him. Yeah, I mean, he was punching me from under mount, yeah. So, I mean, there was some power, but not enough to cause too much damage. It's yeah. more of an annoyance. Yeah. Whereas because I'm on top, gravity is also on my side. I didn't want to close fist punch him. Yeah. That, but I was smacking him hard enough where I was hoping to rattle that, that brain a little bit. Well,
0: you're a mound too, and, and you have all this room to wind up, right?
1: Yeah. And, and so, so, in his defense though... I didn't want to get up too high in that position because he... He, he will roll you yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. He, he knew, and I could feel it. I could feel his energy. Mm. But So I, I kept myself more flat, mm. chest to chest, vines in, keeping my weight on him as much as I could mm. until I had the sticks and, and then putting the weight on that because now he was distracted yeah. with the sticks and not so much concerned about sweeping me.
0: Mm. I, you see, this is an interesting scenario. I wonder what I would have done to Wait, defend.
1: That's why you got I got to show you the footage. Yeah, yeah. You once you see the footage and again, this is how I'm playing it in my head because that's my perspective. Uh-huh. But the footage will be the truth.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how that
1: fight really went.
0: That'll that'll help inform like whether or not he was actually stuck or not.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. You know? But I mean, it sounds like you had good control of him. Like you uh, it I like, felt solid. Well, it sounds felt like felt you felt won. Solid. Like seriously. I
1: mean, um, again, I'm, you know, no winners or losers, but yeah. I did have the the advantage.
0: Well, there's always a winner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the, the next day, the next day, or maybe even that day, he wanted to do it again. Yeah. Another three sections. Well, that's because he lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's him saying it, not me, Cholo. Yeah, I'm just saying in case it. You're
0: hearing this, i will say, "Come after me." Cause oh. You
1: lost, <laughs> hey man. Cholo's crazy. He'll yeah. show up on your doorstep. Great guy though. I'm just guy. play Cholo. <laughs> yeah, he goes by, by Cholo dog. Cholo dog. Is he a Cholo? No. Uh, <laughs> I think he used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Truth be told, mm-hmm. uh, he shared a, a story that I won't. I won't say that's his story to tell. Yeah. But he, showed, he shared a very interesting story about some tattoos he had. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit.
0: Dude, I know some cholo's that are like they have badass stories. Yeah, and I'm like, I would. You see, there's some cats I would love to have on the podcast that would tell some of those stories.
1: But I, I, I don't it's want. Interesting.
0: Them. I don't want them in my house. Right. <laughs> zoom, zoom. Oh, I could
1: zoom. That's right. I can zoom them. I would do it.
0: Oh, dude. I
1: think that I would love to hear stories like that
0: too. Dude, I I know this one cat. Um, I'm not gonna tell a story, but he has a fantastic story, and. Uh, it's, it's long and it's got all kinds of twists and turns, but this cat has lived some life, bro. I bet. You know, and it, not like, it's like, like at least from this perspective, from like where I'm sitting, hearing some of these stories, like that these guys tell like the gangbangers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's wild. They're fantastic stories. I don't want to live
1: that life. Right. Correct.
0: I don't want to have I, anything I think, to do with that stuff. I think
1: you're right. They're good stories to listen to. And, and luckily they survived them and mm-hmm. maybe are doing better for themselves. Which this cat Cholo for sure is doing much better for himself. Mm-hmm. He's a chef too. Oh really? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, he's he's a great cat man. Yeah. Uh, definitely, I appreciate him very much. He's got a special place in my heart for sure. Yeah, because we always bang every time we're together.
0: Yeah, we always fight. That's awesome, dude. You got you got guys like that. There's there's guys like that that I know that you will like every time every time you you hook up, man. It's like you guys never stop talking. It's right. like you guys never never stop rolling, right? You just pick up right from where you left off, and it's like
1: that it's yeah. like that, yeah, man, and and then my my fifth fight, which I waited to Sunday, uh, you know, and so my head wasn't right, dude Saturday night, mm. I didn't feel great that I did good in my fights, but then getting feedback from my buddies that then and then reenacting and and kind of playing it out, it's like, yeah, all right, I did do well, yeah, you know what I mean, it's I've never felt that before in, in any of these events, and on Sunday, I was talking to another guy and, and I was willing to do just one more just to get the fifty. And that's it. And was going to be with another gentleman. We had lunch afterwards. Mm-hmm. I was going to be another gentleman, but my buddy from Detroit, he's like, Los, he's like, man, let me be the 50th. Yeah. It'd be an honor for me. I was like, yeah. I'm like, fuck it. Let's do it. Uh-huh. You know, but just talking to, to this older cat, an older dog brother, he's like, you know, that's happened to him before where he's gone to these gatherings, you know, once or twice. And he's done a gazillion of them where his mind just wasn't there. And I was experiencing that. But, you know, for the fifth fight, so this was Sunday, Saturday we saw one guy had a spear Mm. on his staff. He actually had the tip of a spear, glued it, put, uh, it was real interesting. He drilled a hole and put like a chopstick through it Uh and some kind of glue and it had a staff. Uh It was pretty neat. So the other guy he was going to fight had his staff and taped the knife at the tip of the staff. Dude, this was, and it was a very technical fight because they were thrusting each other. So it wasn't like the hard contact, right? But it was really cool to watch. So I'm like, I go to my, my buddy from Detroit, Ken, uh, Ken LaFleur. I'm like, hey man, that's what I want to do for my 50th fight. I think that'll be fun. So we're like, all right, that's what we're doing. And, but we added a buckler, uh, a small shield, mm. and, the, and then the spear. So we, we put a knife at the end. And somehow we had the brilliant idea to put another knife on the other end. <laughs> so it's a double-ended spear. You got to be careful with that. <laughs> so a double-ended spear with a buckler. And reason for the buckler is because he might have, I don't know to this day, he, uh, the tip of his finger was either fractured or, oh. or broken because he said it, I saw it and it, it looked like a little blueberry. Oh, he went home later that night and, and tried to bleed it out, uh-huh. tried to cut it. But no, nah, so, so he couldn't grip that well. Oh. So we ended up doing his, the buckler in his right hand and then the staff, the spear on his left. And that's how he fought for the rest of the day. Whatever it was, he had that buckler to protect the, the hand. So we ended up taping the, the two knives uh, on the staff, right? One on each end. We go out there and we start doing our thing, you know. And do you ever, did you ever see the movie Troy? with brad pitt no i've never seen no yeah
0: i mean i know i know the movie but i've never
1: seen it so you'll see it on social media there's this little move that he's fighting this huge ass giant of a man where he kind of runs at him goes at an angle jumps and stabs him with the sword in the uh, collarbone yeah kills the guy right so i've always practiced this move (laughs) so you know i'm like hey it's time to try it out right uh i think out of the three times so it's almost like a superman punch yes with the spear if you can envision that. Out of the three times, I think, that, I, that I, I went for it, I pulled it off twice. Nice. The first one, it didn't work. I had to find out the timing. And plus, he's trying to thrust me, too, with his, uh, with his spear. But when I pulled it off, even Crafty's like, oh, you know, like, he couldn't believe that that, that, that had worked. So, you know, <laughs> I'm bending down, uh, covering with the shield and thrusting upward. I'm flipping it over so my fingers are now up in the sky, thrusting that way. I'm just playing around with this thing. It was so much fun. At some point, I'm like, you know what? I threw the the buckler off to the side. So now I'm playing with a double-ended uh, stab, the spear, and poking from one end, flipping to the other, charging him, and and my head towards the end of the fight, you know, you you kind of process the time frame in your head. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when I feel that it, it's close towards the end, I'm gonna just chuck the spear at him, you know, and, and just just to entertain, you know what I mean, yeah. for the fun of it. So I don't know if, if I ended up losing my grip in one of those flips of, of stabbing from the, the back end that I ended up throwing my spear, got him, which was pretty cool. I think I got him, which was pretty cool, but then I didn't have any weapon. He had his spear still, his double ended the spear, and his buckler. So I'm like, fuck, you know. So I'm moving around, dodging his, his thrust. At some point, I was even able to parry uh-huh. the, the thrust. We crashed, he kind of graced me with with the buckler, and I just started punching him in the face. (laughs) Boom, boom, boom. We split up, did that maybe like, like a couple of times where he thrust it, I was able to parry it, crash in and punch him in the face. And we were punching pretty good. It was pretty solid. And then, you know, that was the end of the fight.
0: So describe the stick. The stick that you're using that you put, you know, the knives on. Is it a regular collie stick? Is no, it like two it's a, feet?
1: It's a staff. It's a staff. So so this one was probably about five, five over five feet. Okay. So we're over, so it legit looked like a double-ended spear. Yeah. So we're playing around with, with, with that.
0: Okay. And so, and you're moving around with one hand on this and you got a buckler in the other for part of the fight. Correct. Jesus Christ. Dude, it what dude, it, were you using the big heavy staff that you brought? I was. So that sucker was heavy. It was on a, little,
1: that. a little heavier than what I'm used to. And you're doing it with one hand. With one hand. Which again, at some point, I wanted to play around more with the spear, double-ended spear with two hands. Yeah. So that's why I dumped the buckler. That makes sense. Just to, you know, and it was easier then to move around because now my two hands are controlling the weighted staff.
0: Yeah. You can you can fight with it a little better. You can move a little better.
1: I, and move more, yeah, more yeah. fast. Yeah. Oh, did it. So, so for that being the last, you know, fight for me mm-hmm. was so much fun. Wow! It was fantastic, and and my guy had a great time too. Dude, it sounds like the perfect way to end this. That's like in terms yeah. of like
0: your your career I, as a stick fighter. I agree
1: one hundred percent. Because again, people were asking me, "Oh, do you want to fight?" Yeah. And and one guy, one guy who who a tough tough dude came up and asked if I wanted to do. A three-sectional versus three-sectional versus three-sectional.
0: Wow, a three-way. A three-way. <laughs> I was,
1: and I was so tempted. Uh-huh. I look at him like, dude, that's dangerous. And he looked at me. Yeah. Goes, that's exactly what he Let's did. Let's do this. That's yeah. He smiled and said, yeah. And I'm like, so I was tempted, but I, I, I decided not to. And then oh, I had other offers to, to fight, but mm. I was happy with how my last fight went. Yeah. And I wanted that to be the last memory. You know what I mean? Because like, you don't know. You're risking, you know, getting your ass beat or possibly, you know, yeah, doing better or whatnot. And, you know, it, it sh- I shouldn't worry so much about getting my ass beat, but I didn't want to get my ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I felt like it was a good time to end.
0: The, I mean, in terms of, like, it being your last fight and also being the big five zero, right? It's 50. Yeah. Nice, yeah. even, big number. Yeah. Right? Like, at least with me and my crazy brain and and possibly OCD, fifty one would have bothered the shit out of me.
1: <laughs> and it's funny because I did think about that. Yeah, I'm like, well, if I go over fifty, what would be a good number? Either either fifty five or I would have been okay with fifty two. Yeah. But why fifty two? Because fifty two cards in a in a in, in a deck. A, okay. So that number kind of was like I would have been okay with that too.
0: Yeah. See, with me, I would have been like fifty one. Fuck. <laughs> I guess I'm going to 100.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Well, so it's funny you say that too, because I thought to myself, well, if I attended the tribal, you know, every year to get to 100, I'd have to fight 10 fights Mm. a weekend. I could possibly do more, but five on Saturday, five on Sunday, because these are two days of fighting, you know, that that would leave me for what, like uh, another five years
0: to reach
1: that. You know, and, and or or I can go to the open gathering, which is open to the public Mm -hmm. that's in September and maybe get about three to five fights there. So that might get me there sooner, but that's also a lot of money. That's a lot of flying, a lot of time away from the family and stuff like that. So I I don't want to keep fighting for that long either. Yeah. Again, if I do go back, uh, it'll be on my terms, two fights, maybe three. If I go back to support my, my guys, than maybe one or two. Yeah. I feel like I do owe some guys some fights.
0: But yeah, like a good, I don't, I understand what you're saying but then like, at least for me, I would have been like, damn, now I gotta go to 100. Right. <laughs> how long is it, like you're saying it'll take you five years. And,
1: and that's that's if I can do 10 fights each time. And yeah. some people do. I think Cholo Dog did about 12 or something. That Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, uh, this other guy, uh, Omega Dog, who's the one that suggested the three-sectional, three-way. hmm Uh, dude this guy's a beast man i don't know how many he fought but in the end on sunday there was like four people lined up and he fought each of them one after the other (laughs) i'm like dude you are a machine man one guy he fought uh, this one guy took his shirt off he had a knife and buckler and omega dog had a whip huh and let me tell you a whip a whip this guy was good with a whip Oh. and and I think he was being nice. Yeah, if yeah. He yeah. really wanted to.
0: Yeah, you you rip somebody apart with that.
1: Well, so so this guy, he looks like a small Viking. <laughs> maybe my height, maybe a little shorter. Yeah. Beard, long hair, almost looked like Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Viking. And, well, and somebody made the comment, and he was getting whipped with the with the whip. They're so, like, oh, it's the Passion of the Christ. I was like, oh, oh my God! So wrong. But it was so funny because it did look like that, and, and dude had a mark. On his chest Ooh. and on his back. And again, he had the lash. But if, if Omega wanted to really rip into him, yeah. I have no doubt he could have. Yeah. But there was good control on his part.
0: That's crazy that you, you can have that kind of control on a whip. I know. I don't... I, I don't... How, how do you, how do you like, spar with a whip? You know what I'm saying? You don't. You can't. You, yeah. It's, like, full blast, right? Yeah. It's either, like, 100% or not. Right. Like, so the fact that this guy can, like, pull back on it somehow. Which
1: he did. I'm telling you... If he wanted to, this kid could have been ripped up bad. You know, again, he had his markings, but if he wanted to, I think he could have ripped them apart. Oh
0: man. Fuck that.
1: (laughs) I'm like, that kid is, is brave or, or, you know, or not. I mean, I don't know what the heck was going on through his head. So he wanted to fight like that.
0: So what is, okay. So like, I have to ask if you're like, let's say you're sitting there and you're, and you're trying to put together your, your dance as you call it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to, you're trying to put together the, the fight. And you're talking to the guy. Okay, these are the parameters. This is what I'm looking to fight. So I got my stick or my nunchucks or my, whatever, my car yeah. tire, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I mean, you guys fight with wild shit, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, I'm gonna bring a I'm gonna bring a fucking rattlesnake <laughs> and a and a fucking monkey with rabies. Oh, you know, yeah. just like <laughs> those are my weapons. But yeah, like, and then if this guy is like, well, I'm gonna use my whip. Can I be like, no, fuck that? You know? Well,
1: I think it was. The Viking-looking cat uh-huh. that wanted that fight. He asked for it.
0: He said, I want to fight you and I want the whip?
1: Yeah, dude. I, I don't think it was the other way around. Dude. This cat wanted to go out there and, and, and balls to the wall. <laughs> Not me, dude. I, I'm, I think I'm older. Because uh-huh. yeah, I, I told you, I've done a whip fight before. Oh, yeah? And that thing, you know, it cuts you. It didn't open me up considerably. But it can't. But I had a nice little scratch mark, like pretty nice gash jesus without needing stitches you know yeah 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 uh but yeah two other guys who who i wanted to fight but one guy broke his toe um <laughs> that he, night yeah like there on saturday, on saturday. <laughs> okay so Do you want to know how he broke his toe yeah tell me i want to know he did a savate kick to the guy's face Ooh! so it was a fancy mask yeah busted his toe
0: but is he was he was he wearing shoes yeah
1: yeah, but I think they were gym like gym shoes, soft shoes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not not for savat kicking. Yeah, yeah. Cuz yeah, the yeah. savat kicking is pointy, type of shoes. Yeah. Or and, and maybe it, he just underestimated how much force he used, mm-hmm. but he broke his toe.
0: So like the savat shoes that they use for for French kickboxing, they the shoes that they wear, it's like a hard leather. It's like super hard. It's almost a steel toe. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah like that doesn't work with a <laughs> regular gym shoe
1: no and i really wanted to fight him because um he's a strong man uh-huh. okay, he competes for the strong man oh so this guy was like
0: he was a giant jacked
1: man and he was about my height yeah jacked and he's like yeah but i still got this belly but i'm like forget the belly dude yeah look at the rest <laughs> look yeah. at the rest of you yeah and i've seen his workouts where they're carrying this rack yeah. of like 400 pounds walking from one end of the room to the other i yeah. like that guy's a beast.
0: Yeah, they, they, they call them yokes, those things. Yokes? Yeah, I looked at him. I'm like, ooh, I want one.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, uh-huh. you know, that, that would have been, a, a, I think, a, a good fight for the both of us. I think it would have been solid. So, so I wanted to fight him because I've never fought him. Yeah. But we've talked. You know, we, we keep contact on social media. And I wanted to fight another buddy of mine from Canada. But I don't know why that didn't happen. Huh. We had fought before in the past, and, and that, that didn't happen.
0: Okay, so you're saying that you're, you're done but that you're, you got guys, you're, you're trying to build a stable. Yeah. And then when you take these guys to a gathering, that you'll probably fight anyway.
1: I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I told, I'll tell you what. And this happened to the rest of the guys that went with me. Uh-huh. Uh, a fire was lit. Yeah. Okay. So in coming back, I just started working out again. Uh-huh. I, I usually take a break. Yeah. I'm be like, okay, I earned this break. Yeah. I just started with, because in my head... Even though I'm I'm retired, quote unquote, yeah. I'm getting ready for next year's tribal, ah. <laughs> which is May. Yeah, you know. But again, I I'm done. But that's the mentality that I have right now because I saw a lot of bad motherfuckers out there doing scary shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: You know, and and again, there, there was three kids that stood out, man. That they're the future. That looked just tough.
0: It doesn't sound like you're done, dude. I don't know. I mean, I've talked to other fighters too, and they're like, yeah, you know. I'm not with a promotion or I don't have a manager or I don't have this or I don't have that. But I never said I retired. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
1: I'm like, okay.
0: You know, like I believe it. And some of these cats like, yeah, it's not just cause they're not fighting doesn't mean they can't. Right. Well, you yeah, sure. they, they can, they can like pick it up like that and be in the game again.
1: And, and I think that's my mentality uh-huh. is that whether I pick it up again next May or two years from now, mm-hmm. I want to be ready for it.
0: I had a conversation, and I think I told you this, but I had conversations with uh, my former uh, kickboxing instructor. I don't even like calling him my former instructor, but, it, it, you know, he was my instructor when I was a kid, kickboxing and boxing. And this guy, he still spars. he's still sparse. He's in his 50s, mm. and he's in there rocking with the fucking young cats, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking nuts, you know?
1: Well, so, so in, and again, you know, I'm it, stopping like at that level, uh-huh. but I'm still fighting local. But also, like, if you're going to be training people... I'm going to be sparring. You're going to be sparring. Oh, yeah. I, I have to keep my edge.
0: Well, you have to keep, you have to keep your edge in and then you... To you help have, them. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You got to help them up, right? So, in order for you to pass that skill on, they, you, they have to see you. Yeah. They, have to be, they have to find somebody to model, right? And you're going to be that model for them.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and so the guys that went with me also caught that fire, man. Yeah. Because uh, uh, Kendall Floor, uh, C. Trail Dog... He wants to make dog brother which mm. you know he should yeah at this point he, he's earned this one uh and just keep showing up and, and banging and my buddy uh dog jasper mm. uh i think he was close he was close in making it but they need to see a little bit more from him so he's amped up to go back in september ken is also going back in september our other guy from kentucky uh see haunt dog uh-huh. he he only had two fights he started off really good on saturday the first fight he pulled off uh, what's called a camel toe. Did I did I show you this? No. What's <laughs> where you're you're in you gonna show me your camel toe. <laughs> <laughs> where, where you're you're in clinch. Uh huh. You put the stick through the person's legs uh-huh. and raise them up to dump them, almost like a a slam from wrestling, like okay. a one armed slam. If them if, if I, so,
0: you're talking like a, it's like a like a takedown, like yes. a single leg or a double leg.
1: It, it, yes, except the stick is going.
0: Up, oh, yeah. Okay, so which,
1: it's uh, like a high crotch. Yes. So, so it goes up, which that's why it's called the camel toe. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, the guy's uh, testicular fortitude, yeah. you know.
0: You make it into a vagina. Yeah. yeah. You turn him into a vagina. <laughs> and, and,
1: and he pulled it off against a full dog brother. Yeah. Okay. So he raised him up, uh-huh. but instead of doing the actual takedown, I think he was too nice. Uh-huh. When they went down, the guy knew what was going on and knew how to respond, ended up uh, putting knee on chest. Oh. Or knee on yeah, belly.
0: Knee on belly yeah. yeah.
1: And it was like, no, like you had it. It yeah. was perfect. And I was still very and I'm still very impressed yeah. that he was able to pull that off. Right? Because nobody ever really does it uh, or pulls it off. And especially at, at, at that level was was pretty cool. But his second fight, the guy caught him, I forget the nerve that's behind the knee.
0: Uh, the sciatica? No. No. I
1: think no. oh, this was the P.
0: Oh I, I, I forgot.
1: In, in any case, he hit him right behind the knee yeah got him on the nerve took him out wow he couldn't fight for the rest of the day oh he messaged me sunday morning he's like i'm having a hard time getting out of bed oh he's like i can't stretch my leg out oh and i'm like listen i'm like sorry man i'm like you might be done that's it you might be done like and i'm like but it's up to you like done fighting like he's done fighting forever no, no. Just the just weekend? For, yes, for the weekend. Okay. And I'm like, you might be done, dude. You know, it's up to you, though. Yeah. Right? So uh, an hour later, he messaged me again. He's like, yeah, I'm done. There's no way. I saw him. You know, he went. Yeah. And he was He's, limping, limping uh, around. He had to stretch it out a lot. Luckily, it was just that he, in a few days uh-huh. afterwards, he got better. He was able to move around.
0: Yeah. And, and the the problem with an injury like that is, is that, okay, uh, he probably could have fought again. But then what if somebody's like, oh, my Let's see what yeah. you got there. I'm going to yeah. smack you again there. And then now you're done, done. Yeah. You know?
1: Because it, and it was one of those injuries where you don't know how bad was it really mm-hmm. until you get home, mm-hmm. maybe get an MRI, <laughs> get it checked out. <laughs> but, but, you yeah. know, the plane ride was a bitch for him because of <sighs> the seating and, and, and not being able to stretch his leg. Yeah. But like a few days after we came back, he's like, okay, I'm, I'm good now. Oh, good. I'm like, well, that's great. I'm glad it wasn't like permanent damage, but it was enough to take him out. Oh, dude. He lost the whole day and a half. Of being out
0: there. You know, I never thought about that kind of shit. Like like traveling for a fight. Yeah. Like imagine what it's like for a boxer or a UFC fighter or MMA guy or whatever to go to a different city or even country, get banged up, and then have to fly I back fly like back.
1: that. Yeah. That's 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 what salsa sucks about, flying to California for these ah, events. Jesus. I mean, I've come pretty banged up, and sometimes you can't even sit right because you already got the bruises going on on your back and yeah. stuff. And it's tough. Oh, I'm sorry, this time around, I put pictures on Facebook and, yeah. and Instagram. You know, my, my, my right uh, left leg was pretty banged up, uh-huh. and I had one uh, on my back close to the ribs. Uh. But those were the two that really... Stood out. Everything else was kind of like uh, some owies on my fingers, but you know, nothing, nothing yeah. crazy. Hands always get
0: the worst in <laughs> yeah, a fight, they man. Do. I mean, it, they always, they always get like banged up. Like if you in a street fight, you're gonna break your hands, or but like with grappling too, like they get all jacked up. You know, it's it's a little nicer if you're doing no gi, yeah. You know, because like, right. but. It, yeah. It's the gi that really... You're
1: really holding on to those lapels and, and yeah.
0: And then they're ripping, they're ripping those lapels out. Well, we'll, you know,
1: well, think about the stick, man. Yeah. And... And, and,
0: you and know, the like, little bang and the little... Like someone with another stick accidentally or purposely hits you on the hand, like defanging the, you the, or whatever.
1: The hands, the thumbs. So, so even like Ken, like I have no idea how, the, how he got the tip of his finger jacked up. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I got to follow up with him to see if it was fractured or not. I mean, either way, what can you do? He had full movement, but he couldn't grip the <sighs> stick because he couldn't squeeze his hand. Because it hurt so much. Yeah. Oh. But he still went out there and banged. Man. Dude,
0: you got, just got to tape that motherfucker up <laughs> well, like they did in the Philippines. Well, that's
1: why he had that buckler. Yeah. To protect his hand.
0: <laughs> yeah. He had
1: some pretty good fights. And they, all my guys did. Yeah. You know, it was, it was an unfortunate for Jake from Kentucky to kind of lose that you know, momentum. Um and his wife was there oh. like, yeah, it was, it was so sucky yeah. that that happened to him. But, but who knows, maybe that meant it was supposed to happen so that he didn't really get even more hurt. I mean, I, I, don't know. I think he,
0: I mean, that's a, that's a good decision, man. Like, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, you guys are not getting paid for this, yeah. you know? And if he gets seriously injured where he's got like, he's got a limp for life or something worse.
1: Well, and, and this guy, he's had his, he's had his nose broken. Mm. He's had uh, a... At these gatherings? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the fencing mask, I think, flew. Oh, no. It was through the fencing mask. Ooh. He caught a knee. So the (laughs) mask just, you know, I mean, it It, can only protect you so much. mm -hmm. (laughs) Smashed right into his nose. He had his hand broken in the last one. Ooh. This guy's taking some damage, but he keeps going.
0: Man, dude. He's one tough guy. That's one thing I never want to do is break my hand because that just, that looks like a pain in the
1: ass. Well, and if it's your livelihood, like, because you work with yeah computers and such i
0: gotta i gotta be able to type my little nerdy ass <laughs> you know with my, with my broken hand i can't oh, imagine God.
1: oh i can't hold the mouse right. i can't go into the zoom meeting because i can't grab the mouse right oh dude yeah you know there's so much risk to it and and i don't know um like i said i i feel like i'm done yeah i don't want that pressure on myself anymore to keep doing it because uh, there's pressure I, I hate flying for one
0: yeah. I so so there's
1: that anxiety and then the anxiety of having to fight. But, you know, my, my cousin's husband, uh, I call him Primo too. He's like, man, this is the calmest I've ever seen you. He's like, you, you're usually walking around and pacing. He mm. goes, you know, this is the calmest that I've ever seen you. I'm like, really? You know? And, 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 again, I felt good, but my head was not in the game, dude.
0: Well, I mean, you have the pressure of, of all the stuff that's going on personally, right? Yeah. yeah. And then there's, there's all the added regular stuff, like, you know, picking the fights, making sure you're going to, you're going to end up coming out of it safe, the travel, all that shit. But then there's also that one more thing where this is possibly the last round at this. Yeah, Right. You know, it was a lot, man. Yeah,
1: it was a lot. But again, in retrospect, when it's over a day later, I start picturing my fights. I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. It was a good experience. Yeah. It was great. I wish I would have lived the moment at the moment, but I was reliving it in my head. And, and, Seeing the footage, I'll definitely relive it.
0: Yeah. For sure. I wouldn't worry about like feeling like you didn't live the moment at the moment because there is so much going on in just regular life. You're not always going to be able to be present enough Mm. to absorb some of these things, right? Yeah. yeah. And especially when you're saying that this is the last round at this possibly. Right. That um, you just have a lot on your mind. I mean, it's... I think that's just the path of the warrior. You know, this is the thing, these are the things that people deal with. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I think I, at least in my, at least in my opinion, I think, I think what you did and the way you lived it and stuff like that, you got, I can't, I mean, I can't speak for you, but I don't think you should have any regrets. You know, oh, like no, yeah. I think, I, yeah, no I th- regrets Yeah, at all. I don't have any regrets. I think, I think what you did was, was amazing, you know, and the fact that you did 50 of these. Yeah. You know, and maybe it's just, the other thing too is just like, maybe it is time for you to be done because now it's not having the effect that it used to.
1: Yeah. You know? Okay. That's a good point. So, so whenever we go to these things, I like to post on Facebook, uh, you know, to all the fighters, may you fight hard, fight well, Mm -hmm. and may you find what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. I think I went there and I wasn't looking for anything.
0: Mm. You know, it was like. You found it a long time ago.
1: Yeah. Correct.
0: You, 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 you've reached the journey. Like you've maybe not, maybe the, this particular leg of the journey. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. You know?
1: Cause yeah. Cause the other cats that were there, I could see that they were still searching for yeah. something. And you're right. For me, I had found it already a long time ago. Yeah. You know, if I go back, it's to see these guys again, you know, to push my guys, uh, to make sure that the tribe continues to remain strong. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean.
0: Well, that's a new path.
1: Yeah. The yep, path right. of the
0: master, the path of the teacher, yeah. the path of the sensei. Um, so, not to veer off too much of topic here, but uh, recently we did, on the podcast, we did a review of the Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin. Okay. And uh, do you want me to ruin it for you? I'm going to ruin it for you.
1: Ruin it for me. That's okay,
0: okay. So, in this story, it's in the future, and basically what happens is Michelangelo is the last of the turtles, yeah. all the other turtles died. Mm. And so they go, they recount the story of how the turtles died and what happened in the past. And they're mm-hmm. few between the turtles and, you know, Orokusaki, that clan, the foot clan. So, uh, but one thing that happens in the story is Michelangelo is basically an old man, Logan version of, you know, Michelangelo. He's old. And now, he has the opportunity to be a teacher. Mm. Like he finds a student Mm. and that student has been looking for a sensei. Mm. And so he, she calls him sensei and everything. And that is one of like, and something that I said in the podcast is, you know, that is, that is the ultimate, like the goal. Like that is the ultimate goal of a martial artist. The day they sign up, the one thing they want to be is they want to be sensei. They want to be teacher. They want to be black belt. They want to be mastered in the thing that they're practicing. It, you know, and and to become a teacher, it's it's part of that journey, right? You fulfill that path of the student. You're no longer a student now. You're a teacher now. You're teaching other people, and now you're on a new path, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's. I sounds like that's where you're at. Like maybe you're not you're not getting. And I, I could be wrong, you know. But maybe you're not getting what you're getting out of it anymore. Maybe you weren't having these feelings anymore because you no longer thirst for for the battle like you did before because now you're, you know, you're mastered, you're, you're at a level, you're a black belt, you know? And now it's time for you to teach. Maybe that is what you are meant to do.
1: Well, I mean, it, it could be. Yeah. I think uh, I do have a lot to offer these guys and, and, and they know it because, we, you know, we train, mm-hmm. but I really want them to, to be warriors and I really want them to understand the fight in mm-hmm. the fight game. And, you know, obviously I'll always be a student. Mm. I don't know at all. I think I've learned enough, but there's always more, more to learn. Oh, for sure. You know, even,
0: even masters have masters. I mean, all the red belts have other red belts that they look up to. Right. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. So, so I, I think it's, it's a good path right now mm-hmm. and I want to embrace it mm-hmm. and just keep, keep pushing these guys, the, the young bloods, man, because again, I always tell them too. It's like, I, I want you to be the future I can only do it for so long. Yeah. The older guys can only do it for so long. But I want to maintain a nice presence. Yeah. In the Midwest. And it's funny because I mentioned that to, to the other guys. You know, they're not from here. And I'm like, you know, yeah, I wanna create the stable and make sure we represent well. And they're like, Man, you guys represent really well. Wow. There's no no shame in that. So
0: like that sounds exactly where you're at. Like you you're looking you you want you wanna bring in new people you're, you're looking to build a stable.
1: And and it's been like that for a couple of years now. Yeah. And I, and I think this this experience has solidified that. Mm. You know, because these other guys caught the fire. Yeah. And they're trying to really establish themselves, you know. And, and I think that's great. And I think this is what makes our tribe, the Midwest tribe, mm-hmm. stronger.
0: And you're looking to, to help them. Correct. Yeah.
1: I am. I am. Yeah, man. So... Yeah, I think I think that's the new path then. Yeah. Is to really work with these guys while keeping my edge sharp. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you know, it...
0: that's interesting. That's interesting cuz like like I said like like I know a couple fighters that are a little older and that's where they're at. They don't want to give up fighting, but they they're not going to jump in the ring anytime soon. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, well, I don't know if we ever talked about this, but look at Mike Tyson. Mm. And he's made comments on social media where he's like he misses being the fighter, but he's afraid to let that person out again. Yeah, and it, it, in this particular one, he's crying. Yeah, he's like, "Oh man!" He's like, "What am I then? If I'm not a fighter, I'm nothing." Yeah, you know. And it's like, "Damn!" Like that's that's pretty solid. And so he, even my instructor, you know, Punanguru, crafty dog, he's been done a long time. You know, he's he's a much older gentleman now, uh, but he's holding on to that one last fight, to the one that he really. Will need to do, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's defending his family, mm-hmm. defending himself. He's like, if I go out and bang like this, I risk higher injury because he's older. Mm-hmm. And what if then he is attacked? Then he can't perform. Yeah. So he's saving. He always says, "I'm saving that last fight." And and I met this other gentleman, um, Guru S D. He goes by, and I forget his full name, um, at one of these workshops that I that I went to. And he's about sixty three. Mm. Uh it looks like his body's been through, you know, some rough stuff. He talked about uh amputated feet and stuff like that. What? Yeah. And and but he still moves, man. You know his like, feet are amputated? Like p- part of the, the feet. I, I wanna I didn't ask him, but mm. I think it's diabetic stuff that uh. might be going on. So they had amputated his toes, I'm assuming. Um and you know, and he's like, I only have three seconds to fight. He's like, and I gotta make my fighting count. Yeah. So this is how I train. This is how I will attack. This is how I defend myself. I mean, a wealth of knowledge from this guy. Mm-hmm. you know.
0: But he's going for one last yeah. shot. Yeah.
1: He's, well, for, for him, it's different. Crafty has this one last fight in him. This guy's like, if I'm in a fight, I only have three seconds in me. Yeah. He's like, if I don't beat you in three, in three seconds, mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. You know? So his mentality is, is a little different. Yeah. Um, yeah, different experiences. So, some people, fellow martial artists will, will judge me. Well, judge the Dog Brothers. Judge, yeah, they don't agree with what we do. The fighting, the real contested well, fighting.
0: To, to to play devil's advocate, uh, it it's it sounds at least from what you're talking about, it sounds unsafe. It sounds like something that's not maintainable long term. Yeah, but I mean, here you are. I'm in one piece. You're in one piece, and so it sounds it sounds to me like what you guys do exactly is there are hard fights. You guys do smack each other, but it's very dependent on the weapon yeah, right sure and and and,
1: uh, and and the skill level too I and, think. and the
0: skill level okay mm-hmm. and, and
1: being able to take some sort of <laughs> some yeah. sort of punishment
0: well, that's all fighting right
1: yeah right yeah but correct, but
0: right. in terms of like for example, the guy you you talked about with the whip, you got to have some fucking badass skill to to be able to participate in that and not really hurt the other person, yeah, I you agree. know so 100%. like. So but that's is that is that real realistic? I mean it it almost becomes sparring at that point, right? And you can get away with shit in sparring that you wouldn't ordinarily get away with in real life. But what you guys do a little different is, oh no, well you got me. You won. Like I I'm dead, you know. And and that I kind of appreciate. So it's not completely like what people I think what what's happening is there's a little um uh, miscommunication maybe a little i don't want to call it ignorance but I, I i don't have a better word for it it's just like they don't know exactly what this is like right yes you know correct and it is safe there are things you guys are not going buck wild I, I like to make jokes and say you guys are throwing tires and monkeys at each other yeah, yeah yeah but but i know that you guys aren't really like just going all out balls of the wall all the time right. necessarily right so there is control there is a little. uh uh, regard for people's safety. Yeah,
1: absolutely. absolutely. But
0: it's very, it's very dependent on the, like you're saying, the skill level of the people involved and the weapons and the stuff that's going on. But if it's just normal sticks, you guys pat them up or something and then smack each other
1: with them. Like uh, for sparring?
0: Yeah, no, for actual fighting at this at the no, gathering. No, no, it's, it's there's no padding. There's of, no padding on the sticks. On the sticks? No, absolutely not. So like you guys are. So how hard are you guys hitting each other with the sticks? 100, as hard as you. Can.
1: <laughs> Dude, when I, when I was telling you I was swinging this staff, yeah, I was swinging this fucking staff. Dude. I, I, with, within reason that I wasn't aiming for this guy's head, mm-hmm. because if I would have smashed his head, that would have been bad. Yeah, you could shatter that guy's skull. So, so you know, and he was giving it back to me, but I kept him on the defense because I would just kept coming and coming, and I wasn't stopping. I had full control of the staff and just swinging balls to the wall. <laughs> I'm telling you, there were moments where I would hit his staff uh-huh. almost... Knocking it off his hands, uh-huh. like he couldn't really block it.
0: So okay, so then again, that sounds really dangerous. What do you say to people that say, "Hey man, this is this is
1: fucking nuts. This is, sounds like super fucking dangerous." I say, then it's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for you. It's not for everyone. But uh-huh. but my thing is this, Edward, mm-hmm. is that when I have fellow martial artists, mm-hmm. instructors that are high caliber, yeah, talk shit about it. And be like, well, I'm inviting you. Mm-hmm. Come come to my events. Mm-hmm. They're not
0: 100%. Yeah.
1: You know, 50, maybe 80. Yeah. Come try it out. Check yeah. it out. They don't show up. Yeah. I don't blame them. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> I have a, I have other guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I have an instructor who's really, really cool, man. I finally got a chance to meet him. Uh, shout out to, to, to Tuhan, Jesse, Chief no. Jesse. Uh, you know, I finally got a chance to meet him. He he lets his guys come out to play with us and these guys over the years have grown phenomenally. Yeah. They're more I'm not sure if they're necessarily one hundred percent just PTK, which is a style of of Kali, Uh because I've seen them practice other stuff, but they come out, they test themselves, and it's been an honor to have these guys. And and my props to again to, to Jesse for allowing them to come out because some instructors can be like, No, yeah, you can't fight with these guys.
0: Really? Yeah, I've had So, that. like, within the, the Kali community, the, the within the stick fighting community... Yes. They, they... They frown upon the Dog Brothers. Really? Yes. Okay, so that doesn't make any sense to me. Because here's the thing. So, I can understand, like, somebody like myself who just does, you know, uh, everything except sticks, right? I mean, I... I you know you know i practice sticks here and there but yeah. i am not a devoted stick fighter like you are like you practice all the time i practice maybe once a month you know and that's me like oh you know i need a break from my computer stuff i'm going to go downstairs and you know you know do a six pattern or something and sure. then go back upstairs Sure. you know that that's that's the extent of my practice right uh a person like yourself would probably wipe the floor with me with a stick okay. but but like and so when I when I hear these stories that you're telling me, they sound super dangerous. Something that I probably wouldn't be capable of doing without like getting severely injured. But there are other people in your community, in the in the stick fighting community. I would think that they would appreciate this. No, not at all. What is what is the reasoning?
1: I don't know. We're we're crazy. Or, or I'll, well, you guys I'll, are crazy. Yeah, bro. this is true. Well, like. I will deny that.
0: But th- that you should wear that with a fucking like like a badge of honor. Sure, you know.
1: So 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 like this guy, you know, uh, Tuhan Jesse, who allows uh, Brandon Sherlock and uh, Beto uh, to come out and, and fight with us. I mean, that's great. You know, he because I, I I've come across instructors that will not allow their students to participate, mm-hmm. let alone them participate. And these are high end, quote unquote, kali experts and, yeah. and, and they are you know they they, they are or, or or i'll get like oh i've done my heart sparring in the past okay yeah you know what i mean and, i and, understand that and not, not just that yeah. but sometimes they'll try to like talk down about us mm. and and it's like oh I, I don't get that i mean okay if you don't agree that's fine but you don't have to go to that 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 path
0: I, here's the thing like there's a lot of hatred like within, you know, you know, the, 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 the term, I forget what, I forget how it goes in Spanish, but it's like, you know, nobody screws you over worse than your own people, mm, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? And I think, uh, and that's, that's something that, that Mexicans say about each other. Right. But I found out that, that, uh, I have a friend who's, who's Chinese. He says it's true in the Chinese community mm. that they have a similar saying. And I wonder if this is true of all like like similar groups right you have okay so you have your group the dog brothers and then you have i don't know chikundo or whatever whatever other stick fighting groups uh that there may be because they're so similar but they still don't understand the process that you guys are going through but i would see here's the thing that i don't like because there's a there's a there's real fighting and then there's there's, there's the other stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. there's, there's the, the shit that you see, like for example, MMA, that's real applicable shit. Right. And then there's the guy who practices Wing Chun and says that he knows that, that he can fucking stop anybody with his Wing Chun. Right. I'm like, well, motherfucker, how come you don't see any Wing Chun in MMA? Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's all the shit, all that shit that goes in MMA, that's all the shit that
1: works. Right. right? So, and, and that's the same with the dog brothers, Mm -hmm. it's that they've taken the Kali information from someone as great as Danny Nassanto. Yes. You know, who's the instructor of my instructor and my instructor has taken that information and is able to apply it Mm -hmm. for functional purposes.
0: Functional. I think is, is the key word there, man. Cause like, uh, I've seen a lot of Kali shit and in jujitsu stuff and other, Mm -hmm. other people. And I'm like, that's not going to work. You know, like that—that yeah. that, I, I see that, man. That—that's cool. It looks cool. The idea is cool, but nobody's going to just let the knife fall out of the hand. Correct. Nobody's just going to like drop the mm-hmm. knife because and, you swept you—you—you you, you smacked it with your hand and your and stick. And as or. much
1: as I like defanging the snake, mm-hmm. it doesn't always work, man.
0: No, because some, they,
1: they, I've mentioned before, like some guys have had their hands broken,
0: and they'll hold on to that. They'll a hold on
1: to the stick and not realize. Their hands are broken until after yeah. the fight. Well, you got all that adrenaline, right? All that stuff going. So so it can or, or, or you know, it, I, it's still my go-to yeah. that they fang the snake, especially if it were to be a knife fight or whatever. Um, but you don't really know what you're actually doing until you do it. Yeah. And you try to apply it. I wonder if that's what the fear is. The egos, man. Yeah. It's a lot of egos. And, and again, some instructors are really cool about it. In in fact, and I go back to to these guys, man, Uh, I I, I attended their seminar and uh, it was the first time that I met Jesse uh, face-to-face and he didn't have to do this, but after he introduced all the instructors that were going to teach for the weekend, he called me out and said, you know, and my my, my friend who I I finally get to meet, Maldog from the Dog Brothers, Mm. and introduced me. Wow. He did not have to do that. Yeah. That was such a surprise uh-huh. from, from other experiences that I've had. Mm. So, so, you know, that guy and his people, man, they're, they're, they're definitely warriors. Um, so I'll, I'll fight by their side any day. Yeah.
0: Uh, I just don't understand the... I wonder what it is. I, I, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it's just egos. But I wonder if there's also like a chink in the armor and they're afraid that they realize, hey, you know, maybe my shit doesn't really work and I'm making all this money yeah. and if these if i go up against these guys or anybody my anybody from my school goes up against these guys and they lose i'm gonna look like a fake
1: well so so here here's another thing that i i i've come across like the point sparring with mm. sticks yeah that doesn't really prove anything
0: no it's just like point sparring with like uh karate or kickboxing or any like, of that stuff.
1: i mean you could be faster um or you can have an off day. I mean, it doesn't really show your skill set. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and the whole point, I mean, I get it. And, and it has some value to it. Uh, mm-hmm. If we transfer the idea of the stick being a blade, yeah. then you want to be the first to make that content. I was
0: about to go there, yeah. Yeah,
1: so that makes sense. But to not really truly fight. Mm-hmm. And, and the other thing is, is when people fight themselves, or, or not themselves, I'm sorry, but their own groups mm-hmm. without really exploring, you know, you're a group. Let's, let's get together with this other group that's a different style mm. let's play.
0: Yeah. They you're long range, we're short range, yeah. you know? they they won't. Or you're they medium won't range, I'm long range, whatever. And yeah. it goes to,
1: like you said, like the chink in the armor. Yeah. It's like, damn, I've been studying this for years. I've been teaching it, making money off of it for years. And then to realize I can't pull this shit off in real time? Mm. Dude. Scary for those people.
0: Dude, I, I see this shit. I don't want to talk shit about any martial art because I don't even know what martial art this is. I'm assuming it's like Penjot Salat or, or like Salat. Mm, mm. But um, there's there's this person, I don't even want to give, I don't even want to like break down what this person looks like, but there's this person who's, who's on Instagram. They're teaching this, this art and it looks like Salat. I'm not sure. I don't even know what it is. I think it's made up, to tell you honestly. Because yeah. there's this Asian person teaching martial arts. And this person has wears like gi pants and a t-shirt. And they're doing all this. Smooth stuff. Oh, he's gonna step this way. I'm gonna step on his foot, and then I'm gonna break his heel, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna grab him from the face, and I'm gonna spin him around and throw him in the ground, and then I'm gonna punch him in the head, in the back, and it's just like, no, yeah. Again, yeah. you don't see a lot in MMA. You know, it's
1: it, well, well. You know what excuse they use? <laughs> it's too dangerous for MMA. Oh man, because <laughs> I've, I've heard this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've heard the same kind of stuff. Well, I can't claw somebody's eyes out, right, right. and I'm using tiger style. You know, I'm like, come on,
1: man. You know, like, and it, well, and and it's like, and you know, and I've had some great supporters, like Faruki, another good friend of mine. Um, he always supported us with beat the crap out of cancer by lending us his, his studio mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I mean, there's some support from some people, but others just like feel the need to talk shit mm. and frown upon. And it's funny because I started processing that. And, you know, I'm not really into conflict when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, okay. you have your own opinion. That's fine. You'll never understand if you don't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to argue with the fool yeah. and then become a fool myself. Mm. But <clears throat> I, I started processing it. You ever see the movie 300?
0: Oh, yeah. That's awesome.
1: So when Leonidas is confronted by uh, another group mm-hmm. and the guy, the leading guy goes to Leonidas, you only bring 300. Yeah. And look how many people I brought. Yeah and Unidas goes oh okay and, and the guy's like you insult us look how many soldiers i brought right And united goes to one guy you what's your profession he's like i'm a potter mm, a potter you what's your profession i'm a sculptor mm, a sculptor and he goes to his people spartans what is your profession yeah haru yeah haru haru and he says hmm old friend it seems I brought more soldiers than you, right? <laughs> so yeah. I started thinking, in essence, and and you know this might be an ego boost. I don't know, but that's what Doc brothers are. Mm. We're fighters. Yeah. Well, you have
0: to you have to actually fight, you know. Yes. Um. I mean, I know I know a guy who who does Krav Maga, and there's a lot of shit in Krav Maga that's like super dangerous. Sure. They still spar. They well, you
1: got a sp- pressure test. Yeah. Or else you're not going to know, you know, to an extent, mm-hmm. you're not going to know if you're able to pull it off or not.
0: And you know what's crazy is like, he's talking about like, in sparring, they like kick each other in the groin and mm-hmm. shit.
1: They're
0: like doing like shit that, you know, like they'll go, they'll go there. Yeah. But I'm sure they won't go to like eye pokes and stuff like that, even though it's part of their arsenal of of techniques that they can use. Right. But they'll, they'll go groom shit. They'll, they'll fucking, they'll, they're fighting, they're basically basically doing what you're doing you know just a little different probably more padded sure. right but then like yeah they'll you know if they go to the ground they'll punch the other guy in the nuts yeah yeah and i'm like whoa again not doing that shit yeah. i'm good i'm good you know uh we're not gonna have any more children but i still like having nuts <laughs> right. you know right well
1: see and that's where I where i have my limits too yeah well yeah. you see even you have limits i have a limit to punching in the groin <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, so when you negotiate fights you also Mm -hmm. can say you know no growing
0: shots shots. is there stuff that you can just automatically say you don't have to say like
1: well the growing shots for one but it's always good to reiterate that (laughs) sometimes the toe smashes dude like i've seen where people will like go for the foot yeah um and i forget about that some people will try to pull it off yeah and it sucks you've seen people get hit and then they you know they can't walk for a minute Uh. uh and then they get you know, pound it on after that. Oh. They're, they're distracted by that type of pain. It's... Uh, I mean, we, we push the envelope as far as we can go. Mm-hmm. But there's still safety, you know. It, it's real contact stick fighting, mm-hmm. but it's still safe to that sense that you have some type of protection. Whereas I've seen other groups spar mm-hmm. without any protect, protection whatsoever. But when you look at their sticks, they're like toothpick sticks. Yeah. So they're able to handle that a bit more. But the danger get somebody in the eye like that Yeah. or a good shot to the face. I mean, it's still pretty bad. And I mean, and maybe, maybe I'm judging them now. Yeah. I I don't know if that works for them. Great. Well, I mean, they're, they're attempting to,
0: they're seeking the path similar to yours. Yeah. They're looking for truth, right? They're looking for what really works. But but then
1: it goes back to like Odin's eye, you know, Mm -hmm. how much are you willing to sacrifice for knowledge? Yeah. Odin gave up his eye. Yeah. That's how he got so much knowledge. I'm not willing to give up an eye.
0: That's what I'm saying, you know, like, uh, but the, how do you, how do you find that out though? You have to do stuff like what you guys are doing. You're you going do have it. to try maybe hitting each other with smaller sticks. You have to find, there has to be a way to find the truth. But I mean, you do understand that from the perspective of some of these people, they probably think that it's really unsafe.
1: Yeah. yeah. But... Well, that, that's fine, and then that's why I'll say you know mm, it's not for everyone. Yeah. But when you start being judgmental about it, uh-huh. then it kind of it's beginning to irk me because I've been hearing it for years. Really? Yeah. From different groups.
0: So, like for example, boxing, kickboxing, right? Just like you're saying, it's not for everybody. Yeah. Right. But a lot of people think they can fight. Nobody's ever, you know, how many people? There's, I mean, the the amount of people that actually know what it feels like to get punched in the face is really super small, small right who actually have have fought you know or have any kind of knowledge about fighting what fighting is really like yeah that's really small because and and there's proof of that because fucking the internet is filled with a bunch of schmucks who are like throwing punches like dumbasses mm, right you know thinking that they know what a fight is right. you know and thinking that they know how to fight just because they saw a movie or just because they have fists right um i don't know man um I think I think uh, some of the commentary. I mean, there's a lot of ignorance just in terms of like the people that talk about fighting. You know, a lot of people don't know what they're saying or yeah. what a real fight is like.
1: Yeah. Well, you you, you see things differently mm. when you're when you're fighting or when you fight. Uh, you come out of there and, and you see things differently. Uh, not, not just in fighting. So so you know, not to cut you off, but mm. in the last few days when I, when I, since I've been back. And I might have mentioned this to you before. It's like you're you're in contact with the universe, man. Mm. You're more open to it. it's like my third eye is open. Mm. Uh the, the next day, like I, when I was working, I had such connection with my people that I was counseling mm-hmm. that it was ridiculous. Oh, really? Ridiculous. You 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 just at least for me, that's been my experience after mm. these fights for like the next days, weeks, and a few months. I'm at peace and I'm just open to the universe. I let it guide me freely.
0: What do you what do you think that is?
1: Fuck dude. So Uh, crafty has uh, crafty says um higher consciousness through harder contact Mm. and the truth of that for me is that when someone's trying to kick your ass or you're in a fight you know you really appreciate everything else that you have around you yeah and it's like the stress levels go so down yeah that i think you're able to open yourself up to the universe and and you're able to because i always have Mm -hmm. but it's like right now i'm able to listen better to it and let it guide me and it's something foolish like years ago it's something foolish like i was driving around and i said uh i thought to myself well i'm hungry it's lunchtime um where should i go eat and something told me turn here mm. i did i saw a totonilco <laughs> uh, over on Ketsi, like yeah Ketsi and 50 whatever it is yeah 50 something like, you know what that looks good yeah. and, and something guided me there I went in there. I ran into an old friend of mine. Oh, wow. I haven't seen in years. Yeah. And he buys me lunch. Oh, wow. So, it's little stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's so trivial, Mm -hmm. but meaningful, if that makes sense. And that's the kind of stuff that I experience even now. You know, even like the conversations that we have are so, you know, our conversations are meaningful, but I'm taking away so much more Mm -hmm. this time around than I am because I'm more open to the universe it, it's it's such a hard thing to explain I don't know if you ever felt it after your fights mm-hmm. I don't know what that's been like for you but it, it, at least for me even I'm able to control things better yeah stuff that, that even like for my wife like she'll get stressed out about something i like, listen that's okay yeah we're gonna figure it out and I calm her man yeah. like
0: you're right well I think it's like the the pressure is building 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 and then you fight yeah and then you release all that yeah and now you just your body's just relaxed. Now. I'm at peace. You're at peace. Yeah. Cause you, you you let go of all that stuff in the fight, right? Yeah. I mean the fight once the fight is over, all that stuff is gone. All the pressure, all the all the stress of the fight. You and, know? and
1: it's it's just so bizarre to me that I do feel higher consciousness. Mm-hmm. Whereas other guys I don't know what they feel. Yeah. I, you know, but I, I feel more zen. Mm-hmm. Um I feel
0: like that after practice. Mm. Like I'll go to I'll go to the I'll go to gym. I'll go to the gym. I go to, to to class or whatever and roll with guys and stuff. And then afterwards, I'm like just in such a good and, mood. And I felt
1: that. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. But this is a bit. It, it's a little different. It's different because I've experienced mm. what you're talking about. Even after a solid workout and you push through it and you're mm. like, damn, that was hard, but it was good. But this is just another level to that. Yeah. It, man, it, it's well, we need to figure out how to word it better.
0: I don't even know. You see, like I don't think I've had anything like what you're describing, but I've also didn't have like 50 fights of something. Mm. I've had a bunch of wrestling matches. I had a bunch of like jujitsu matches. I don't know how many, maybe 10 total. Like, no, there's got to be more than that. Uh, jujitsu tournament fights um, or matches. I've had I've had like at least 20 wrestling, mm. at least because uh, I rode the bench a little bit. But like, I don't ever remember feeling, um, that Zen thing you're talking about. I mean, it's been a while, so maybe, maybe I have, and I don't, re- I never had the words or never really paid attention to it. Yeah. But, um, I, I do remember being like extremely relaxed, extremely happy, you know, like feeling really good about a fight. I mean, I think that's pretty, uh. I think that's pretty obvious, but in terms of like what you're describing, I don't think I've ever really had that after a fight. Mm. So it might, I don't know if it has something to do with the fact that, uh, I haven't fought something as like, I, like I would think that maybe with kickboxing and boxing, I would be able to feel something like that because of the sense of danger and the amount of stress related to uh, getting ready for a fight. But I, I wanna say that maybe it's unique to what you're talking about, to what you're doing, because there is a lot more danger involved. Yeah. And so maybe maybe now that you've come out on the other side of this stuff, you're feeling that all that, you know, Zen stuff you're talking about.
1: Well so it's funny because like MMA, like I'm like, man, would I ever or back in the day would mm. I ever do something like that? Um so when I hear you say like stick fighting it's it's tough. It's at a different level. I don't know. Like MMA to me would be a challenge as well.
0: Yeah. You know. I just don't think you see the thing that I think the difference is, especially with the way you're describing it. Uh, you know, you can get punched in the face, and you or kicked in the head, right? And you can break a nose, break an orbital bone, or something. But you get smashed in the face with a stick. Yeah. The damage is way worse, and that yeah. can happen with just one. Yeah you know whereas punching and stuff doesn't usually happen with just one punch i mean it can but it's it's less likely whereas a stick you can shatter somebody's skull with one strike yeah yeah that's true you're right so i i think the 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 consequences are are much more like they're much more worse than they are with other types of fighting so maybe that is why there's so much pressure and why there's a big release and why you're feeling the way you feel mm-hmm. afterwards.
1: And, and you know, the nerd in me always feels like uh, the warrior on his journey mm-hmm. to go do battle. And when you go through the battle and, and, and you accomplish what you want to accomplish or, you know, you survive it. Mm-hmm. It's, it is such a relief. Yeah. It's like, all right, now I get to go home to my family mm-hmm. in one piece, you know? And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it definitely has been a wonderful journey of different experience from anything that i've ever done
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know and I, I mean i haven't done much i mean taekwondo tournaments stuff like that the the hard sparring you know kickboxing but i'm not a i'm not a kickboxer per mm-hmm. se the the grappling that i've done but i'm not a grappler per se mm-hmm. you know i I am a stick fighter you know and, and and that's i guess something that i'll carry on with me you know as a warrior for all my days yeah and I i can go back and and relive some of those moments and be like, damn, I actually did that.
0: You got stories.
1: <laughs> I got a lot of stories.
0: Yeah. You got at least 50 of them.
1: <laughs> that's right. <Yeah. laughs> that's right. Dude, like, I mean,
0: that's, like, that's the best gift you can give yourself, man. Yeah.
1: Like, no, Yes. And now I can share my gift.
0: Now, and now you can share your stories. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, like, like the worst I've always thought was like, the worst is to be an old man with no stories. mm And no knowledge, Mm. no, no, no wisdom to give anybody like to grow old and be stupid and and not have experienced anything. What a waste.
1: Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. Or not, yeah. Not knowing what your body, if you're able to, like Mm. not knowing what your body's capable of accomplishing. Yeah. I think that's very true.
0: Like, I think everybody needs a little adventure. Yeah. You know, like be able like, just to feel, feel alive, you know, but also like to say, Hey man, I, I did something in this world, you know?
1: Yeah, leave your
0: mark. And leave your mark, but however, however you want to leave it, right? But like, go on that adventure. The worst, I, I mean, it's so sad to see somebody be like, "Yeah, you know, I I never fought," or that's fine. You never fought. You never did this, or you never did that. You don't have to do everything that we did, right, you know. Right. But like, you know, do you ha- something. Do you have Do you have one story?
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Can you have one story that will captivate somebody? and keep them listening to you and think damn that was fucking crazy
1: well and being able to share with excitement yeah as as many times as you repeat your story yeah still you know share it with excitement
0: yeah and every now and then look up and like fuck that was nuts (laughs) i can't believe i did that shit
1: yeah man that's me that's me every fucking day
0: (laughs) yeah dude
1: damn why did i even do that
0: yeah exactly i'm gonna do it again (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah, like in terms of like uh, going back to what you were saying, that euphoric, um, weird kind of uh, zen-like thing that you're going through. I don't think I have had that. But I do remember like when, when I knocked a guy out uh, in my last kickboxing thing, uh, I was so happy. Hmm. I was so happy. But then also like the crowd – there was a lot of people at this particular event Mm. and it was like a big ass gym. And there was a lot of people there and they all started screaming and all you could hear was just like, yeah. (laughs) And so that energy that the people gave you, yeah. They, they, like you feel it, like you feel that and you feel like all of a sudden, like your chest gets really big. You swell up, dude. Like you feel like all this energy, dude, I can absolutely understand why, fighters can't stop fighting. Yeah. Why you see these boxers that retire and they keep coming back to the game? Because that moment there is huge, the yeah. cheering. Yeah. And then for some guys they're like, "Oh, we're going to go home, and I'm going to go back to Mexico or whatever, and you're going to find <laughs> me over here, and we're going to throw <laughs> some party." And yeah, you find out that they go back home, they get off the plane and it's party, party, party. Right. You know? And like that's the drug, man. Sure. You well, know?
1: yeah, that's a good point. You you could get hooked on it. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: And maybe that's maybe that's what you're feeling. Maybe it's that euphoria. Maybe that's euphoria that you're feeling. Maybe yeah, that's which
1: st- which could be. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, but regardless, if, if it's euphoria or not, just the little things that you start noticing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's more more to that because you're right. There is a euphoria to it. Mm-hmm. You feel relieved. You feel stress free. Mm-hmm. Nothing else matters. Yeah. You know, but to still kind of. Be guided in a certain way that just makes sense. It's so bizarre. Yeah,
0: yeah. That that, that whole like running into your friend is interesting.
1: And, and it's stuff like that that just happens, or, mm-hmm. or you say the right thing to the right person. Like again, in my counseling sessions, that the day after, and you know, it was like such a deep connection. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. It, it's I wish I had better words for it, and maybe I don't. Mm-hmm. But it's just an amazing feeling.
0: Oh, uh, I I think. I think, especially with you, because you're a little more kind of like thoughtful than than maybe your average fighter, then maybe that's how it manifests. Probably, you yeah,
1: that's, uh, yeah.
0: But like that's, also like uh, the fact that you're not taking things for granted at that moment, yeah, right? Because right. like, again, the consequences with what the kind of fights that you have are much higher than <laughs> some of the other fighters <laughs> this is true. or some of the other fights that some people will go through. So then you, you're ta- you're not... You're like enjoying stuff, right? You're in it, kind of forces you to like be in the moment, right? You know, right? You leave that place and you're like, Oh, wow, look at this. Is the best can (laughs) of of water that I've ever seen. This is so tasty, (laughs) it tastes so good. But I mean, yeah, I'm being silly, but I mean, but that's yeah, but but that's what,
1: yeah, yeah, they're more enlightened, like you know, you appreciate that stuff better, yeah. I mean,
0: I think I I know we're going over time here. Um, you wanted to take off at eight, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what time is it? It's eight twenty. Doesn't surprise me. We <laughs> you and I can chat. Oh, forever. for sure, uh, for sure. So, um, do you do you have time? Do you want to keep going? I got a couple things I would do wanted to hit.
1: Yes, let's do that. Let's let's hit those things real quick. Mm. But yeah, I, I do have to get going pretty soon.
0: Okay, so we're gonna do okay so this one's gonna be a little bit of a long one but then i got a fun one right after okay Okay. so i don't know if you heard this story yet i'm gonna go straight to the article here okay so shit here give me one sec as i bring it up here
1: sure no worries funny when i hear you talking about the crowd cheering and stuff like that and <clears throat> every time i fight i always try to entertain mm. i always try to do something cool so that it, it leaves an, an, an impression on people yeah and it makes a highlight reels oh yeah it makes a highlight I like that
0: but the, like the energy that you get from a crowd dude like well like, you get all
1: that oh yeah duh, well there's that what? right
0: but when like when i knocked the guy out and the fight was over and everybody started losing their mind <laughs> and i was like oh bro that energy, energy yeah. that that whole that crowd cheering and they were all cheering for you right dude i've never forgotten that
1: and you shouldn't nah. because you know what not many people know what that feels like
0: it dude it's it, if there's one gift that you can give yourself as as a man as a fighter as a person you know, or even as a woman it doesn't matter yeah if you're a fighter if you want to be a fighter like that's the one thing you should do for yourself yeah. just go out there and win something yeah. with a giant crowd. there's you'll you'll remember that shit for the rest of your fucking life. Mm. So anyway, um so here's the story. Uh you may have heard of this one. Daniel Penny released on bail after being charged with manslaughter in Jordan Neely subway chokehold death. Mm-hmm. So, um I'm just going to read a couple of paragraphs here just to get the gist of it. A man seen on... um, Well, there's a video here, but I'm not going to play the video. But a man seen on a video putting another man in a deadly chokehold on a New York subway train was released on bail Friday after turning himself in to face criminal charges. Daniel Penny, a 24-year-old Marine veteran, was charged with a second-degree manslaughter. Hmm. The Manhattan District Attorney office said Thursday. Jer- Jordan Neely, a 30-year-old former Michael Jackson impersonator who was homeless, died after being put in a chokehold by Penny earlier this month. Attorneys for Neely or attorneys for Neely's family on Friday supported prosecutor's decision to charge Penny but said he should have been charged with murder not manslaughter and that he should have been arrested sooner. So, um here uh so the ins and outs of this particular story is basically that uh this man daniel penny had uh was on a train when jordan neely showed up and started making a ruckus he at some point Neely was throwing stuff and yelling at people just being a disturbance, but hasn't really hurt anybody. Right. He was threatening to hurt people, but Neely was also uh, complaining about being hungry and being thirsty and not eating. And this is a homeless man. All right. Some details that I'll fill in in a little bit. There's more details to this person in general, yeah. but he's homeless and he's on this train. So he's being threatening, but not really done anything at that point. Mm. Eventually, Daniel Penny uh, grabs him from behind, puts him in a rear naked choke, takes him to the ground, and starts choking him. Yeah. The uh, And then at some point, some of the passengers help hold Penny or help hold Neely down while Penny continues to strangle him. Mm. Penny holds this guy in this chokehold for 15 minutes Wow.
2: Hmm.
0: at varying degrees, right? Like he's choking him, not choking him. He's holding on to him. He's choking him, but he's basically holding him in a mataleon for 15 minutes. Hmm. By the time the police shows up, this guy, Penny or not Penny, but Neely, Neely has defecated on himself hmm. and has passed away hmm. during the situation. Some passengers started, you know, telling Neely or Penny that Neely's defecating himself and that he's probably in trouble of dying. Yeah. Um Neely continues to hold on to the choke. Now again, some some details of this particular case is that Penny is a former Marine. He has from what I know, some basic training, mm. which is six months of combat and you know endurance training and all kinds of other stuff yeah i don't think he actually knows any jiu-jitsu hmm. he knows enough to throw on a mataleon but he doesn't have any idea of how long to hold on to someone or how how effective he is being and when he's doing it and he doesn't recognize when someone's out right I think some of those things you learn along the way with a couple of years experience of, of training. actually training. Sure. You know? Yeah. But this guy holds onto this choke for 15 minutes. Damn. That dude is dead. Yeah. You know, whether he was actually holding on to him the whole time correctly or not, or whether he, the guy was actually being able to breathe, doesn't matter. Cause that's a 15 minute choke hold. Right. I can't believe the guy even has the gas to hold onto that. Somebody like that with a choke, mm. but he, he sat there squeezing on this kid or this guy for 15 minutes Hmm. so now this guy is being charged with manslaughter and um other things that are part of the the details for this case is the fact that daniel or actually uh jordan neely i keep getting the names confused because i'm not really super familiar with um because i don't know these people right yeah but um Here, give me one sec. One of the, some of the details are, is that uh, Neely, according to his aunt, had developed depression, schizophrenia, and post-traumatic stress disorder after the murder of his mother. Hmm. And then Neely was placed in foster care as a youth because his mother, I guess, died when he was young. So there's all this trauma on this guy.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, the... Supposed assailant, the guy who who's causing the disturbance. Neely was also, um, and I think this is kind of important, and I think people are not really, you know, talking about this. Neely was also using K two, which is a synthetic version of marijuana. Mm.
2: Uh,
0: and again, to reiterate, Daniel Penny, I don't really know it's not really well known whether or not he's actually a practitioner of martial, of martial arts in general, but specifically no, jujitsu. Yeah. Cause I don't think he is, I don't think he knows enough. Um, Cause again, I think he, someone, he would have realized that the guy's out. He doesn't need to hold a choke on for 15 minutes. Yeah. That's a long, that's a long time. And so they're, they're charging him with manslaughter. He could get 15 years. Mm. Um, my opinion is, uh, I think that's right. I think he should go to to jail for 15 years, uh, and and it, I'm not making a, and I don't want to make a big deal out of it, um, even though we're talking about it on the show. But like, uh, there, there, the, the thing that aggravates me about the story is that there are protests, there are people who are protesting this whole situation. For for which side? For justice for Neely. Hmm. Okay. Mind you, Neely has been in and out of jail since he was out of the foster care system. Mm-hmm. Since he's been homeless, he's been in jail a lot for various things, for assault, for uh, uh, a thing where I, I guess it's considered attempted kidnapping because he tried to take a girl.
1: Jeez. Well, so, let, me, let me stop you there for a second. Yeah. So it sounds like this guy had a lot of history already. Yeah. <sighs> And I don't know how this is going to sound, but it sounds like this was going to happen to him eventually. Yes. In one form or another. Yes. And it's unfortunate
0: that it had to be this guy.
1: Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like at the moment that this guy applied the hold, that this guy was actually assaulting anyone. He
0: wasn't doing anything. He was just being
1: a nuisance. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Mm -hmm. like, uh, I mean, I I don't want to talk about it in terms of legal, because I don't even know what you would do. Yeah. But in, in, if you want to say that he was negligent or he behaved recklessly, I guess, yes, I w- I would say yes, because uh, as a practitioner of, of jujitsu, again, you know, when someone goes limp, right. You know, if you, if you got that choke and you know, you got that choke and he goes limp, you know, he's out. Yeah. You don't have to hold on to him. Yeah. You also will know by that time that he could fucking die. So, you're like, you got to like immediately uh, attempt to get the blood back in his head. Yeah. Um. Why would a person hold on to a choke for 15 minutes? I think it has something to do with the fact that maybe he doesn't know what he's doing. Correct. Or if he does know what he's doing,
1: then it was malicious. <sighs> so so to play to play devil's advocate on that. Mm-hmm. The adrenaline too.
0: There's adrenaline, right? It
1: may play, you know, especially if he doesn't know what the heck he's doing. Yeah. In his mind, he's being a hero. Yeah. And his mind is like, well, if I let go now, before police or authorities arrive, Mm. who knows how this guy's going to react? Yeah. I might have now put my foot in my mouth and this guy's now going to go crazy. Mm. No pun intended, but in the sense that he's going to go wild and and start hurting people. Yeah. So he kind of put himself in a bad spot. I I think you're right. He might not have known what he was doing, Mm. knew enough to apply it, but not enough experience to feel it Yeah, and what that feels like. When people are warning you or telling you that this guy's defecated himself already, that's
0: (laughs) not a good sign. The other thing too is just like, I mean, this is a homeless person. Yeah. Like, and he pooed himself. Yeah. Like, dude, why would you want to be there? Sure.
1: You know, like, get the guy on. off of you. Yeah. I would have, like, tossed the guy off of me. Well, and, and then what about the other people that were helping him? Mm-hmm. Is there anything charges on them? Because they're accomplices.
0: They're accomplices. I actually looked for that. I, I didn't see anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That doesn't mean that there isn't anything there for them. I'm just saying that I didn't see anything. Mm-hmm. But, but, like, I mean, I, I believe Penny turned himself in. Like, he like they put a warrant out, and then yeah. he went and turned himself which, in. Which
1: is honorable, mm-hmm. in a sense. Which means he's not really a bad guy. I don't think he is. But he was at the wrong place at the wrong time. The three S's. Mm-hmm. Stupid people doing stupid things.
0: Yeah. That's the exactly places. what we're going for. Yeah. So like um, this guy, I guess I guess he didn't know what he was doing. Because a more practiced jujitsu stylist or practitioner would have just held him. Yeah. There's plenty of, like I think it was... Uh, can't remember who it was was it sean shirk i can't remember who it was but yeah like he grabbed like he, you know he had an altercation with some guy in the diner this ufc this former ufc fighter
1: and he just sat on his chest
0: yeah and he said that's there and all he, says, he needed
1: to do yeah that's
0: all you need to do and he just sat on him he just sat on the mountain he like held his hands and he's like hey calm down
1: i think i've seen that yeah I've
0: seen that video. i can't remember who it was but yeah he was like sitting there and he's like calm down just chill out dude like yeah. you know and i'm like sitting there like you're gonna get your ass kicked by this guy
1: well edgar here, here's another thought that mm. just came uh to me is is that if this guy you know a veteran a marine maybe he never turned it off being a soldier mm. being the hero
0: or maybe he has ptsd, or PTSD as well
1: yeah and yeah. Yeah, he just reacted because this is what he did. This is what he remembers. This is what he was trained to do, in a sense.
0: Yeah.
1: And couldn't shut it off.
0: Maybe. And he just he just went on kill mode.
1: Yeah. But, but well, to an extent. Because if he would have went and stood up on kill mode, he would have killed him a long time ago. 15 minutes, that's too long. He would have killed him in a matter of seconds if he wanted to.
0: Again, this guy's probably not that good of a martial artist.
1: Well, I mean, but different ways of killing someone. Oh, yeah. You know, if he wanted to.
0: Like, honestly, I think all you needed to do... Was if you felt the need to do that, you throw the choke on, scare him a little bit, then just hold him. Yeah. You know, like right. let go of the choke, go to a seatbelt, just hold the seatbelt. Yeah. If he, if he gets wild again, you know. Readjust. Readjust. Yeah. Go back to the choke, maybe threading the choke again, come down, tell him, Hey, look, I got you you know? Yeah. And then third the children, see, look, look, I can do this. You see what, you know, you see, if you feel that I could, if I hold this, you're going to go out. D- you don't want to go out. Right. And then go back to the seatbelt and say, stay right here. We're going to wait for the cops. Man. You know, There's, and also like, I believe Henner Gracie came on uh YouTube and, you know, as he does, he commented on this, on, on things like this that have to do with jujitsu. And, yeah. uh, he was, you know, I forgot what I was going with this. Um, what did he say? Well, he said basically that this should not be a reflection of jujitsu martial artists, uh, that this is you know, not what it's intended for.
1: Well, so, all right, so I get it. Uh-huh. In that jujitsu right now is having a bad name. Yeah. Because of, I'll go back to another event the lawsuit of, of the guy that I think became paraplegic with mm. for, for the jujitsu. Class something I I don't know the full oh, story.
0: Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, there's a there's a specific role that you can do where you're on the on the person's back and you flip off their back, but the momentum of you coming off their back and rolling off their back, you pull them into your mount Oof. or back mount. Oof. So like you can yeah, it's it's pretty neat. Like yeah, I've had it done to me, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But you know there the it's now that is. That is a freak accident. That is a little
1: different. Sure, but but with with this incident now, it wouldn't surprise me. In the culture that we're in right now, this cancel culture, yeah, will try to be like, well, jujitsu, we got to ban it. Yeah, which I would hope not. Well,
0: here's the problem too. Like, um, I, I think especially groups like like Henry Gracie, who tries to like train the cops to use jujitsu so that he can control an assailant or, or, or a perp uh, they they can do it and they can do it safely, not only for themselves, but the perpetrator as well. Yeah. This really does some damage, right? Yeah. Because uh, again, what was it a while back where the guy put a knee on the guy's neck? Right. Right. So now that almost banned jujitsu. Right. And instead, like, I don't know how he was able to turn that around, but you know, he was able to say, No, if you know jujitsu, you know you don't have to do that. You do it you know, you do other stuff and you can control somebody.
1: Yeah, but it's so much much easier said than done, man, when you're in the moment and it's you or them. And and when you mentioned that there's protests going on. Yeah. And I hate to point this out, but one is black, one is white. Yep. And that's such a huge well, issue because it divides people further. Well, this is the shit that
0: pisses me off, right? Why is this news? And why isn't it that there's news about all the crime that happens in fucking little village, yeah. for example, where right. we, we used to come from, right. where we were from. Right. You know, like there, there's somebody's getting killed there at least once a week. <laughs> yeah. At not, least it's not more, if right. not more. Right. There's a shooting like every day or every other day in little village. Yeah. Right. Like an actual shooting, like there's bullets flying. I'm sure it's worse in other areas in Chicago, South side, just in general right yeah yeah. is 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 jacked and i'm talking about not only south side like south side but also southwest where we're from yeah there's there's a ton of violence right why isn't any of those in the news yeah why why are we hearing about the the fucking guy the the white military guy and and the black person who nobody's talking about nobody's mentioning i found i found all that extra information in wikipedia
1: yeah yeah well because dude Unfortunately, this country is at a point in time, and I, I thought we might have seen the worst of it. You know, during the last administration, yeah, where it really came out that, that racism was more acceptable, yeah. And I guess not. I, I I guess right now at this moment, they're still trying to divide us. Whoever they are, yeah, the media, well, who controls the media, you know, and and and, and I,
0: I don't think I th- I don't think that there's any um like conspiracy conspiracy plot. I think, I think all it is, is greedy people. Mm. We have people who need to sell newspapers, mm, yeah. people who need clicks. Mm. They want you to come and look at their clicks and come and click and, and look at their advertising so that they can get paid right. and they can keep their little machine going, right? But the problem is, is that... <sighs> In the process, yeah, they're ruining our society. Correct.
1: That's where I was going with that.
0: Yeah. 100%. Because, I mean, how many, how many times did we find out Oh, there there was a shooting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In our neighborhood. Yeah. Where we grew up. Like, but it was just like normal days to us, right?
1: And and no mention of it anywhere. Nope. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. My dad got roughed up by a cop.
0: Mm. Nobody talked about that. You know? Yeah. You know? Why? Was it because my dad's Mexican or was it just because it was like way back in the day when this kind of stuff didn't make the news cycle as much? Right. I, I don't get it, man. I don't understand this shit because there's plenty of other things similar to this yeah,
1: or worse, you know. Well, I'll give you one. Yeah. And I, I haven't seen it in the news. I only heard about it um, through an educator. Uh, there's a high school. I don't know if I should mention it, mm. but there's a public high school. Mm-hmm. It's pretty known for, for how good it is. Yeah. Well, there was a fight uh, from what I understand between two, two boys and one boy uh, got arrested for uh, either manslaughter or, or murder because um, the child or the kid that he, he, that he was fighting with ended up being brain dead.
0: Jesus. So this
1: kid's arrested and it's going to be charged. How did he get brain dead? I, I don't know the full details. Oh, okay. I could only imagine, as boys usually do, they fight, mm-hmm. maybe knock the kid out. And we talked about this the last time I was here, uh, with the dangers of how you fall. I'm thinking the kid fell back smashed his head on something and that was it
0: that sounds right or maybe he picked them up and dropped them on his
1: head or kicked them a few times in the head i mean i'm gonna get the details Mm -hmm. and and let you know but that's not on the news anywhere you see and look at that shit right and and it's a very good or at least it was a very Mm -hmm. good high school Mm -hmm. it's kind of gone downhill from what i understand Mm -hmm. but it's a good suburban school yeah and this stuff just happened and, and no mention of it anywhere no why why why
0: is that is it because it's white kids no it, what is it why isn't it in the news why is this in the fucking news yeah why we gotta play the race bullshit right Right? right. why don't we hear about this story Maybe, I don't know if they're white kids or Mexican I'm kids I'm gonna get the full details yeah
1: I'll find out this week but that's some bullshit
0: right right it, I, I don't uh, I don't like it I don't like is this is manipulation yes right? it is I, I don't like being manipulated I but agree. I uh, but in terms of like jujitsu and this practitioner, this guy is going to go to jail. He should go to jail. Um, and I I think it's silly that there needs to be protests for this. Right? Like, why are we protesting this shit? Right. Like, I don't know why why it had to why it went to this point. Like, yeah. was it not getting any news? Was it are, are people trying to make this come to light? Because this is not even a cop thing, right? This is not the police versus you know black people or the people or white people or whatever. This is this is a normal civilian. Yes, he's a uh former military. But he is former military. Former military. He's he's a civilian now. Yeah. These are two two people, right? Right. I don't know, man. And why don't they talk about the guy in the past? Like his his this guy's past because it doesn't fit their the narrative. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. You said you know regarding conspiracies and all that. No, dude, this is a conspiracy.
0: Yeah, I mean the the guy so might have depression, might had or might have had depression, schizophrenia, and post traumatic stress
1: disorder. Well, I'll tell you what, the last two, those are no joke. Yeah, he can lose his shit. Yeah, maybe he didn't at that moment. Mm-hmm. Maybe the marine saw something that you know nobody else saw, mm-hmm. and that's why he reacted before yeah. it even began.
0: Yeah but he didn't know how to stop it. Like, like there's other ways to handle this too. Like yeah. one of the reasons I, I brought this up is, Oh, and this is why I mentioned Henner. There are other ways to take it to, to take care of a situation like this. Hmm. De escalation. Yeah. It should always be your number one. Number
1: one. I agree a hundred percent.
0: You know, especially when it's this guy who's just walking around being annoying. Yeah.
1: Just be, yeah, like I didn't hey. have to get to the physical.
0: No, he said he was hungry. He said he was thirsty. Yeah, just give you, him something. Just give him something to eat. Hey, dude, come off the train. I'll get you a burger. Let's right, go. Right,
1: right. I think, I think you're, you're right. This was not a self-defense. Mm-mm. This was like the, the Marine started the fight.
0: The Marine wanted to be a hero. Mm. You know? Yeah. He wanted to be one of those jujitsu heroes that chokes a guy out and then like gets the praise. Oh, That's what he wanted. He was looking. He was looking to be, you know.
1: Well, and unfortunately, now two lives are lost. Yeah, the marine's going to jail.
0: He's, he, yeah, who knows fifteen years. To yeah. He lost fifteen years of his life. He's twenty-five or twenty-four.
1: You know. Damn, that's a good chunk of
0: years. He's he's going to be forty when he gets out. Man, if he gets out, or who knows how he's going to come out? Well, maybe they'll they'll let him off with good behavior. Who knows?
1: Well, and if he's part of the government, they'll take care of him. Maybe they're not going to put him in a bad place where bad people can do bad things to him.
0: I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't yeah. know any. Yeah, but I mean, like that dude. That dude messed up. Good. It's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Okay, I got one more for you before you take off. Okay. Again, this article, just like the other one, was found on CBS News. The title is: "A hotel guest alleges he woke up to find the night manager licking his toes." <laughs>
1: I think I read this somewhere. I read it. it was making the
0: rounds of Facebook. oh
1: my God.
0: a Nashville hotel guest was sleeping soundly when a when at five a m he woke up to find the man licking his toes. Now the hotel's <laughs> night manager has been arrested oh, and God. is being accused of sexual assault and is being sued along with the hotel. damn the hotel guest Peter Brennan. Says when he woke up to the disturbing scene, <laughs> he immediately started yelling. Well, the fuck yeah, I would start yelling too oh, man! at the man in his room who fled. Uh, the suspect has been identified as David Neal, a night manager at the Hilton downtown Nashville, according to Rocky McKelney Law Firm, which is representing Brennan. Oh, Jesus, um, <laughs> Brennan told hotel security about the alleged sexual assault. It's called a sexual assault now. Yeah, but they <laughs> did, but they did not appear. Quotes did not appear to take his complaint seriously. End quote. Mm. The law firm said in a news release. Brennan then called the metropol- met- Metropolitan Nashville Police Department, who began investigating March th- the March thirtieth incident. Um. So, uh, last week, Neil was arrested and charged with burglary in connection to the incident. So, he didn't even get charged with sexual assault. He got charged with burglary. Burglary. Brennan is an Air Force veteran who was on a business trip in Nashville. And after the incident, he cut his trip short. Well, gee, I wonder why. Dude. Yeah, I would never sleep in a fucking hotel again after that
1: shit. Well, so, so here, all right, with the hotels, uh-huh. I always put that extra padlock where even if they have a key to open... They can't get through that. Not even a padlock, but it, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It, it's like a metal object that just pulls out or something. It's, it's a, like a, like, yeah, it's a it's extra like a lock. Stopper, something yeah. Like stopper.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so you're blaming the victim. Is that what you're doing?
1: <laughs> no, man. I'm just saying, like, I take no chances. Dude. Like, and the manager to, to do something like that. I mean, that is sexual assault. I mean, that's a fetish, a foot fetish. That is something I would have felt like. I mean, It's disgusting. Like let's let's just put that out there. It's disgusting. I don't know if it's sexual assault. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> so so if the guy didn't steal something, if it wasn't considered burglary, then what? Nothing would have happened. You I would guess charge them with anything.
0: I, I I guess he would have got
1: off with. Is, it. He, he actually got did a... got off. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah I, 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 the moment I said it I regret it <laughs> you know so, so shoot like man what about intrusion of privacy because if you rent a room like that's your room yeah this guy's an intruder yeah I
0: just okay so this guy's former military again I don't know how this guy didn't kick his ass you know but instead just sat there and yelled. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this
1: is this yeah. Dude, imagine that. Imagine <laughs> that,
0: dude. You're sleeping you're sleeping and all of a sudden you wake up and there's this big old fat hairy dude. <laughs> no, we're we're fighting. We're fighting.
1: Dude, really? You 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 think you would fight? I uh, man you to, wouldn't... Me, to me
0: that is some kind of assault. it's it's Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm putting hands on this guy. I'm you know I'm gonna
1: or, or kicking him if he's right there.
0: I'm just gonna kick him. That's what I would do. Something. That's exactly what I thought. Like, why didn't you kick the guy?
1: And I would have held him down. Yeah. Called for help. Have people come in and explain the situation because God, that is that is so bizarre. man. <laughs> it is so weird. <laughs> but like, he
0: was right at your feet. Yeah. You know, like just. He'll kick him in the face. He was
1: caught off guard. I don't know.
0: Oh, I mean, I'm he... half asleep. Well, oh, exactly, right? Wait, wait what, what, what's going on? Well, and then it might be dark in there, right? Right. So, like, you know, me, I would have been like, oh, it's a monster. Or oh, it's Something a dog. You you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, I you would have freaked
1: know? out a certain way. Yeah,
0: it's a kukui. I don't know. Like, oh, <laughs> shit, you know? Yeah. Like, I would have freaked out. But then this, this, this dude was like, ah! Like, no, dude. Like, I would have been... Ah! Right,
1: kicking.
0: I would have been like... <laughs> Oh, dude! <laughs> like, remember, like Mortal Kombat. Uh, what's the name oh, of the Liu Kang. I would have
1: been right. right in this
0: dude's face. Dude. Oh, that's funny. One hundred percent. That is funny. I can't believe I can't believe he let that guy walk away with his teeth.
1: Yeah. God, that is such a weird situation to be in. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a bizarre. I mean, and it's a foot fetish, you know. I mean, I, I've read about that stuff where people are so into feet, but this guy just. Dude, that's why. So like, yeah, he violated that guy, and uh, in your sleep? Are you kidding me? Uh, okay, so like, <laughs> <laughs> jeez.
0: Uh, I I I just uh, how do you? Okay, I, look, if it was a woman, I would feel completely different about this. Yeah, I'd be disgusted, and I would say yes, that is sexual assault, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's it's another dude. With another dude, I'm like, dude, why didn't you just kick his ass? Mm. Like, I have no sympathy for this guy. I don't mean to be callous or mean or or judgmental
1: on this guy, but I'm like, why did you just kick his ass? Right. Well, I mean, so, so for me, even if it's a woman, I don't know what's licking my toes unless I consent to it, then Mm. it's different story. (laughs) But if it's like happening like this guy and if it's a woman, I'm still kicking. (laughs) Yeah. I'm feeling shit. No, I mean, no.
0: I'm saying if he was, if it was a guy doing it to a woman. Oh, oh, I get it. You okay. know, like if it was a guy doing it to, oh, if it was a, if it was a woman, you know, was,
1: <laughs> hey, like oh, and, 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 yeah. yeah. And,
0: and if you're single, you know, oh, right, 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 right. Well, now it's but, a party, but, but still,
1: if you don't consent to something like that, even all right. So let's say it was a woman doing it yeah. to this guy. If you still don't consent to it, that's still, you know, miss,
0: you know, miss bad behavior. Okay. Well, uh, all right. Let's say unmarried, twenty-five-year-old Carlos. Yeah. You know, out do the loose, single, full of testosterone. Some girl. Let's not, and let's not get weird, right? Yeah, like, let's yeah, not yeah. say, oh, she's like super ugly. She's a one or she's a 10 or nothing. Just normal average looking good looking girl, right? You're in your bed. She comes in your window or whatever. Or she walks in through. She's got the hotel key or whatever. She comes in. And she, <laughs> she's on your feet.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, shit. <laughs> what would you do? It's different, right? I mean, yeah. In that scenario, I just won the lottery. <laughs> you know, I mean, this, this just landed on my lap. Right?
0: Okay. So, but then like, okay, now you flip that. Yeah. And now it's a woman on a guy. Or I mean, a, a, a woman with a guy on the feet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that scenario is well, different. What if,
1: what if she's into that though?
0: Yeah, but dude, it's a dude who you don't know yeah. broke into the room. See how different that is. Yeah. Why is that? Can well, you, because uh, a woman, because a man is is stronger than a woman, right? And she, and he could force himself. Well,
1: to, I'll I'll bring something from from our previous conversation uh-huh. because we're programmed like that. You think so? Yeah. It, we see it different when it's a man to a woman mm-hmm. versus a woman to a man. But also,
0: mm-hmm. like the woman, like let's say there's let's say this encounter goes on, right? And the woman likes this, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, the thing that a woman always will get stuck with is, you know, possibly having the baby, mm. right? So there's that risk, right? An unwanted pregnancy.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, well, I mean, now we're, what are we talking about? Like rape? Well, or, or is she? She's into it. She's, she's she's
0: into it, and then she goes through whatever with whatever, right? But I mean, let's say, but let's say it doesn't even get that far. That 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 possibility is there. Yeah. Right. It's different for a woman. And I don't think this, I I understand what you're saying about programming, but I think this particular, like these scenarios that we're playing out with, they're different. Like uh, it's, it's not a double standard. It's different than it is for a man than it is for a woman. Right. So like, like you said, it's
1: a double standard.
0: It is. It's absolutely a double standard. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. That's what I meant. But it's absolutely a double standard. It, It is different for a woman than it is for a man. Yeah. It is not as safe for a woman to travel around at night than it is for a man.
1: Yeah, you know this. This is semi true because mm-hmm. recently, I don't know if you've been following these cases where the, these men are are disappearing, walking out of a club, they find their bodies thrown in the, in, the, in the river Ooh. in Chicago. No, I haven't heard of around, this. Well, I forget what neighborhood that is. Yeah, they, so they were talking about a serial killer. Oh, but I, I don't want to get into that. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. Short on, on time. I'm sorry. That's um, something we can talk about. We'll
0: have to. Yeah, we'll have to circle back to that. That's crazy. I'm gonna have to look front, it up. I'm gonna have to look that up. Look it up, and, and
1: that could be our next conversation. Right is
0: there, there any idea of what the perp might be? Like, is he a guy or a girl? I can it's, see where it works for
1: a girl. Yeah, I don't know, but look it up. It, it's been happening. Uh, Lincoln Park, or some, somewhere, and, and the bodies—like the people—are walking out of bars on their way home, never make it, and they find their bodies in a river.
0: And you don't know how, why, what's going on. And so right
1: now, no explanation.
0: I'm looking this shit up. At least
1: the last time I saw it, no explanation. I
0: bet, I bet the police are not going to put details out because they don't want fucking copycats and shit going off. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> Jesus, there's so many crazy people in this world. Yeah,
1: this is the world we live in.
0: Oh, dude, this world is so crazy. That's why
1: it's good to be a warrior in a garden.
0: That's right. Yeah, you should be a warrior. You should be like... Uh, like they say, you know, like uh, it's, you're better off being a monster.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely learn how to control it
0: and learn how to control it all right man well carlos i know you got to get going thank you so much for coming on the show i know Dude, we thank you yeah
1: you it's, know it's always a blast and i know we can talk and talk and talk we can go forever yeah, yeah we have a lot to say about various topics <laughs> yeah
0: for sure um yeah man thank you so much for coming on man. sure
1: thank you for having me i appreciate it Thank you for sharing my stories, man. No, dude, this I is awesome. That. I appreciate mean, hey, that. We're old men. We got yeah. stories. Yeah, we do.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, this is Edgar Otra Vez. Thank you so much for listening to the Floro Podcast with my guest, Carlos Flores, a.k.a. Dog of the Dog Brothers. We will catch you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. The music you're listening to is titled Down Down Baby by Edlin Paik. Forgive me if I butchered your name. I hope I got that right. I am the butcher of names. If you want to get this song and more, make sure you head on over to Epidemic Sound. Epidemic Sound provides a wonderful array of different genres that you can pick from for a low monthly cost. And if you're looking to license music for your content, Epidemic Sound is the place for you. So make sure you check it out. And when you do, make sure you hit that referral link in the description. Another partner of the Flow Podcast is Titan Fitness. Titan Fitness is a product I use. I love them. I actually have the T2 rack. It's a 71-inch rack that I have here in my basement. And I also recently got an attachment for the rack so that I can add more weights to it. I love this thing, man. And I was able to afford it. It's not super crazy expensive. It's really reasonable. So if you're looking to outfit your home gym or your you know professional gym or whatever gym you have, Titan Fitness is the place, man. So I highly recommend them. And if you do go over there, make sure you hit our referral link in the description. So I really enjoyed my conversation with Carlos. I think it's fascinating. And I find the whole conversation about the journey, the path, which he goes on and how he feels that he finally at a point where he doesn't want it anymore or seek it anymore although it is still fun and attractive to him something about him doesn't call to him the same as it did when he was at the height of his career in stick fighting or even in the beginning so i find that really interesting and i really do appreciate him sharing his journey with us via the conversation that we had here in the podcast It's super enlightening and now to see him on the cusp of a new journey but still within the realm of the stick fighting, I find that really intriguing and inspiring and maybe even attractive for myself. I wish him lots of luck and I hope that he continues on in in this community. I think he does a lot of good and he would do a lot of good by sharing his knowledge and taking on protégés like he's talking about. Anyway, if you want to follow Carlos, I'm going to make sure that I put everything you need to find him in the description, but make sure you follow him on Instagram. He runs under the name Los Ronin. And, of course, don't forget to follow me, Edgar Otra Vez, on Instagram under the name Edgar Otraves. and you can also follow the show on Instagram under the name The Floral. And make sure you hit our website, thefloralpodcast.com. I have a bunch of playlists there that you can find for specific topics that you might be looking for maybe movie reviews isn't your thing and that's fine I have plenty of episodes having to do with the topic of combat sports and I conveniently put those in a playlist so check out the website you can see that there and if you dug this episode make sure you like subscribe comment and share wherever you get your podcast at and press all the buttons that make the podcast gods happy thank you so much for listening this is Ego Traves. we will catch you next time behave yourselves laters